and we are live hey concrete hey danny girl what's good what's good happy hump day girl we'll try. yes Ooh, child. <laughs> it's been a day how's it going how is your week child my week has been good it's been hella productive today has been hella busy a chick, when i say i can get off the air right now and just go to bed i could okay. and honey uh but uh, my good babe hey mr curling mr curling made me a steak child so oh okay nice i'm somebody special today child because mm. i'm gonna have steak when i get up off of here and i'm so excited that's what i'm talking about just excited girl i'm ready so oh yes. that's so sweet. That How is about very you? Sweet. Uh, my week has been hellish. <laughs> no, it's been a week, child. Like I have, feel like I have been running nonstop, and it's been one of those weeks that, despite me running nonstop, I still feel like I have a million things to get accomplished. I literally have um, a checklist right here of things to do, and I have one. No, I have two in my phone. Um, I have one that is just like a grocery house list, list of things to do for the house. And then a, a list, a separate list. And um, I think I have one thing checked off of this one and probably just a few things checked off the others, despite the fact that I feel like I've been running nonstop. So somebody somewhere is like setting me up. So it's been like a crazy week. And um, I need a reprieve. I, I really feel like I need a break. I, I think I'm gonna take like it's the hot like it's the holiday weekend, so I think yes, I'm gonna take girl. Friday off, Monday off, Wednesday off. Like I think I'm just gonna take a bunch of days off. But you, <laughs> you know what? When I take days off, why does it always end up like somebody's get like? If I take a day off, I'm gonna tell you what happens. If I take a day off and my kids call me and they'll be like mom um i was trying to see if you could help me uh you know clean my closets or mom i was trying to see if you know you could um you know go with me oh i have i have to put my car in the shop i was trying to see if you would pick me up um, from the car shop and take me back there like to me that does not count as a day off so like i literally will cancel my pto request for that day <laughs> and put it in for another day like that's not a day off to me so i my i already i had planned to take off like friday and two monday and wednesday and then my daughter hit me up like mom um uh, uh, what you got going on friday and i was like why <laughs> and so she tried to make plans for me friday so i might cancel that pto request on friday because that's not an off day my off day does not mean i'm going to work for somebody else so we'll see because they be bamboozling me why you look don't don't because i know you already lectured me yesterday about the power of saying no and my inability to exercise my no rightfully so i need my friends to lecture me and tell me stop being a pushover i need it i ain't gonna lie like no I, I need um that. no let me explain this to you i mm -hmm. really need help with cleaning out this goddamn studio and so mm -hmm. as opposed to going to help them come and help me because shit and you guarantee i really need us meal. to progress i'm not opposed to that because i need us to mm -hmm. make some movement 
yeah girl come help me and i need some help decorating so y'all know um when we moved here we broke as a mother listen we okay we're not broke broke but we broke right. enough you plan we broke enough to where we can't decorate like my whole house at like one time so because you want to need... go spend tens and thousands oh I'm, I'm sorry yeah no i'm like i'm team danny I'm, my bad no i'm you're right i'm listening no listen so i need i need some more money mm -hmm. and then i need help decorating like one of my rooms okay and you know, you know, like I like we do like a room at a time. Like I probably okay. do like one room a year, like one okay. two rooms a year. And you know, I try to go all out for the room. Like I have like the basic stuff, but then like a, you know, I start to do like all the decorating. And being that I'm not, that's not my, like I feel like what? you don't really hit womanhood until you really know how to decorate and cook and shit. And <sighs> decorating is like. Like I'm all you do good. You you fronting because I love the way that your house is decorated. Like it's decorated in a very grown up way. <laughs> like the, like what I mean by that is very quality grown up. Like I like the way that your house is decorated, girl. It, um, like I said, one room a year. Um, next mm -hmm. is my dining room, and my table is kind of messed up, so I need to do like some sanding and finishing it all over again. Oh, I want to do the same thing. I want to do that oh. on. I got a couple pieces in my house that I want to sand. I have a table in my bonus room. I'll be like, I think I can do that, but I really ain't that type of DIY chick. But in my head, I'll be saying I can do it. So we'll see that part. But you know food. what the problem is when I say that, like, she'll be like, okay, you need to come over here and help me. Why when I come, we don't do nothing but run our mouths and like maybe go get like, you know, go out to eat and just like talk and don't get nothing accomplished. Like we ain't going to get nothing done. I already know. It's a Good, setup. You be coming over here to play. <laughs> <laughs> really and truly like we be catching up. So, you know. No, it don't smell like Hennessy and chicken wings. Oh, not Hennessy and chicken wings, child. My wow. house can't clean it in your grandma's house, Jerome. Don't start no shit, Jerome. The Grandma insult. house smell like Newport's and Ash, Jerome. Don't start, Jerome. Don't do it. Don't Dude. do it. Oh my God. Jerome, um. where you been? Like every time you come and terrorize the goddamn space, then you want to disappear and pop wow. back up like somebody uh daddy on Christmas morning and shit. Sit your mm -hmm. ass down. He went out to doing? get some six. You know he went out to get six. That's baby, it, that's they went all. and got a gallon of milk and we ain't seen a nigga since. <laughs> Jerome, where are you? What you got going on? Oh, he just like a black man. I mean, I, no, no, that's not what I meant. <laughs> that's not. That's not what I meant to say. That's, oh my that's god. Not. Baby, Jerome come back like, oh, I'm home with my, with my food in. <laughs> Sit your ass down. Where you been? That Nigga ain't said no money or nothing. What, Jerome? <laughs> ah. That's not what I meant to say. Um, But yeah, ah. child. What Wait a minute, girl. On? Girl, uh -oh. let me tell you about Plantation Pearl, honey. Listen. Oh. What Listen. happened? Look who that is, girl. That is Auntie Jenny, honey. Mm. Auntie Jenny is, it sounded like she's escaped the plantation, but Auntie Jenny be oh. telling people to keep their name out, uh, keep 
keep her name out they goddamn mouth. Mm-hmm. And I be scared because I be like allegedly, but there was some girl named Just 411, Just Tree 411, right? And she did a show. Now, she's actually based out of the A and stuff, but mm-hmm. you know, um, mm, she ain't us. But she cool, she cool, she cool, okay. she cool, she cool, she cool, she cool. Okay. Yeah, y'all can go subscribe to her. Mm-hmm. Um, but child, I was watching O'Shea and shout out to O'Shea. Baby, O'Shea done really made some shit. Shake off this YouTube shit. People really oh. need to give O'Shea his props. Okay. But um, I was watching his channel and mm-hmm. they were saying that Auntie Jenny supposedly escaped child. And I was like, no, child. Auntie Jenny. You know what I'm I like shocked. about Auntie Jenny? What? I love the fact that Auntie Jenny is an old Keisha and Auntie Jenny be talking like this. When you talk like that, I know you will go upside the nigga head. I know you will. Baby. So Jenny who influenced be sitting- her? Is it black American women? Because I know <laughs> an African woman ain't, ain't doing all, ain't popping off. I know an African woman, a good, good African woman ain't popping <sighs> off like that. I think she's been fucking with these Americans, honey, because Auntie <laughs> Jenny was like... No, that's Pearl's negative influence. Don't put that off on us. You know what? Pearl has hung out in the hood a lot, child. Pearl, Pearl, Pearl. Pearl know, Pearl know all the rap music, honey. That's Pearl the negative all influence the trap of the, music. Of the Mormon the, church. What's the music? Pearl know about drilling, honey. Pearl oh, please. Pearl know. <laughs> Because she was doing her white girl reacts. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Want to mm-hmm. see the whitest girl on earth react to the blackest <laughs> niggerish video ever? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> you didn't, you mean to tell me you didn't like it? Oh my gosh. It, it was like stop. so great. You know, like I watched all these stupid black guys and they were sitting around with guns hurting each other. Oh my gosh. It was so great. Look how far it got her though. Look what it built for her, though. You know mm. what? Let me start talking about the child. Y'all want to see the blackest girl on earth re- like, react to the most country <laughs> uh, country song? Y'all don't want to see mm-hmm. They have you no interest. What? I'm going to start stealing Pearl's ideas and doing this shit myself, child. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to work the same way for us, though. I don't know. Blackest girl react. I mean, we got, we got more charisma than her i mean you like real talk like the talent is there it's not it's not a lack of talent the thing is you know the she's a diversity hire so you know it's, it just don't work the same it, that's that's mm. it that's all it's not well, for... I, I wanted to oh go mm-hmm. ahead girl no i'm sorry go ahead uh-uh this is something different go ahead finish up oh go ahead girl. okay so i wanted to show you something right mm-hmm. can you see it a bitch then got a neck, girl. <laughs> Not a neck. You ain't had one before? <laughs> no, nah, baby. My head was like this. My neck was stupid shit. <laughs> your neck was, your head was stuck in your shoulder. It was just head and shoulders. <laughs> yes. And now I have a neck. And okay. I, just, I think everybody should congratulate me. Yes. Yes for the win. Yes. Yes. It's, I'm going okay, to look okay, like a okay. swan in a minute, but I was really excited about that. <laughs> we love to see it. We love to see it. You got to celebrate the small wins. Baby. I'm just celebrate saying, the... like, mm-hmm. 
you celebrate your wins. I ain't even mad at it you at all. What? I got a neck. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't even mad at it at all whatsoever. Celebrate uh, your wins when you where you can. That part. Uh mm. King Riches is mm-hmm. um still on the plantation extra hard. But Pearl is getting ready to move back to America. So I'm wondering who oh, she's she gonna. Is. Yeah, girl, she's leaving the UK because child, they can't get no nobody to come all across to London to be fucking around over there. So Pearl trying to figure <sighs> it out, child. She's trying to come. That's why uh, she was trying to get her Africans um get their papers in America. Yeah, girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she says she mm-hmm. wanna bring Makes her Africans sense. to America. And I think she didn't do it. <laughs> Anniversary present I didn't even realize that I hit it. I don't even know what that was. Girl, my, I was sitting phone. there like, what? what I, are you? Me too. I'm, I thought it was you. And I'm like, oh, my hand is right there. Sorry. My, my bad. My apologies. Um, I did have something else I wanted to talk to you about. And I don't know if you've seen this, but it was uh, just something very strange that I came across. And I wanted to get your thoughts on it. Something real weird. So I saw this and I came across it. And it was just extremely strange to me. Dude robbed a woman, you know, talking about black women not being protected. A woman, black woman going to her mailbox. uh, A guy robbed her. And at gunpoint, like was trying to trying to talk to her so he's robbing her and then tells her she's too pretty to be robbed but still robs her for a hundred dollars you know and while he has the gun pointed at her has her add him on freaking facebook then while after she adds him on facebook and he leaves he uh continues a conversation with her on facebook telling her he's going to pay her back and he's down bad for robbing her on facebook and he's sorry that they had to meet like that and she like engaged with him for a little bit and you know and at at first i kind of questioned like why did she even continue engaging with him but of course he knows where she lives so why wouldn't you but he's like asking her if she has a man and promising like i'm sorry we had to meet like that promising to pay her back and the police eventually found him saying he shot somebody he also robbed somebody else like in all this in a matter of days and i'm like is this really what we coming to like what in the entire heck is going on you rob somebody and have them add you on facebook and and, and why you trying to holler at her how long did it take her to report him I'm assuming she did right away. <laughs> like, Girl, <laughs> you know why she reported him? Why? He sent an unsolicited dick pic and it was... <laughs> <laughs> Stop it! Yo! <laughs> it was the unsolicited dick pic. Is that yes, what it was? Girl, and it was like, she was like, hell nah, you going to jail. Oh, no. <laughs> But you know what, though? If it would have been one that she listened, she'd been like, <laughs> What's wrong? I got listen. your <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't do that to the good sis. Don't, don't do it. She so was like, I you just, know what? 
Girl, Listen. it was ugly. He sent it like he he felt like he had enough leeway. Like, oh, damn! Look at that. Listen, I saw that and I just was too through because I'm like, what? I, I'm tired. Like, yeah, these folks got me scratching my head. I don't even know where else to go with the foolishness. Um, you know, it has me at a loss for words, and it's very rare that I'm at a loss for words, but yeah, at this point, I don't really have, you know, yeah, I'm 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 at a loss for words. I am. Mm-hmm. You remember that story? I don't know if you ever watched this documentary on Netflix about this woman who was dealing with this man. So the man faked his divorce. It was a white couple, and they were older, but they had been together for like years. So um, she had met him. He had all this money. He used to take her out and spoil her, but she wasn't necessarily his type. She, he wasn't her type, um, for the most part. So okay. she ended up dating somebody else. The man had, uh, went to her house and attacked her with acid, pour acid in her eyes, um, ended up in jail. She ended up like, t- they took care of, she took care of him from jail. Like he kept writing her like every day saying that was like the only woman he had ever loved. When he got out of jail, they ended up getting back together and he took care of her and they remained together for like the rest of the really? I never, yeah. I never, I ain't hear that one. Girl, it's called Crazy Love and oh, it's no. a documentary on Netflix. Girl, it was, cr- it was definitely crazy. But wow. yeah, girl, you you and your it'll be something really good for you and your hubby to watch, honey. Yeah. Oh, let That's me tell y'all true. about some good passport bro TV, honey. What happened? So I've been watching 90 Day Fiance, and I think this is the current season before they were before the 90 days. Baby, if that ain't no passport bro TV, I don't know what is. Mm-hmm. Ling Ling got four boyfriends sending her all kind of money. Um, they got the fine dude who trying to get his green card to come in America, so he's telling okay. the girl whatever she wanted, baby. If that if it wasn't no passport, oh, that's some good passport, bro. TV, it is. And then I want to tell you about another situation. I'm gonna move on. So, mm-hmm. we were supposed to do our tough talk on passport bros paying too much. Um, that's the thing that's going around. I got a quick clip to show you guys about uh how y'all uh being told that y'all paying too much. Look at this, look at this. Hold on. Well, a cup of coffee, they only cost a dollar. I want to talk about that today. We had another victim over here. Pay for play is here to stay, guys. It's been around for a long, long time. And just because I'm talking about it, it's not gonna change anything. So don't take it out on me. The problem is we're overpaying. We take in the unspoken agreement and we ripped it up into a million pieces. We gotta stop that. We're overvaluing the women, we're undervaluing ourselves. Now, you heard that from a true passport, bro. That uh, brother right there resides in the Philippines. He goes by the name of Sunshine Shoulders. Sunshine Shoulders said that you guys are paying way too much. Um, He had uh, talked about one of the guys that came over from the United States, said he met a girl for three days, three days, and started sending the girl... 40,000 pesos, which is about $2,700 a month. The girl, homegirl, ended up telling the guy that the, the woman had another boyfriend. She was with a Japanese dude who was also sending her 
um like three thousand three uh thirty thousand pesos a month so she was basically getting i think they said altogether maybe about um forty seven forty seven hundred in pesos maybe four thousand to forty seven hundred in pesos but mm -hmm. she was basically over there just being paid to be a girlfriend and it's so interesting when we talk about you know the self-esteem of the guys here in the space um being blue pilled for a certain section of women but being um y'all a uh, red pill for black women blue pill everywhere else baby he dogged y'all ass out you passport bros then when y'all go over there and you're blowing money like that you raise the price of everything else it's getting to a point to where some women don't want to deal with passport bros because y'all are starting to develop a reputation um overseas now and this is not coming from me not coming right. from me that man that we just just seen he talked about um the reputation of black men overseas then he said when y'all coming over there and y'all blowing up all the y'all said y'all spending all the money he said y'all ain't gotta take these hoes out to eat you can take them and get them a couple tacos from the little street vendors and then go back to a little cheap hotel and, and screw them and then throw them out he said they used to that that's what he said not me i didn't say that he said they not used to a whole they used to hearing the word no they used to that that's what he was saying and i just thought it would be important for me to pass that news along to y'all um shout out to MGTOW universe i know y'all be headed overseas and stuff and i don't want y'all to get taken and he said you ain't even gotta buy a stove he said if you bought a stove then you really got played over there he said all you had to do was tell him you wanted a little cat you know just a, just a smidge of cat and throw him 50 cent and they would go that's what he said um it sounds like though he's promoting um dang they're pumping dump over there too that's the thing that kind of confuses me with the passport bros um when you talk about how they pump and dump and that's exactly what they're doing to women over in other countries they would fight you oh my gosh we're getting married we're getting married we're in love with these women we're in love but when you hear the uh the reports that come back from overseas they talk about how these guys are creating the same freaking culture that they uh created over here that was created over here then to have so many guys that are against the game culture quote unquote to go and create that very same culture in another country really makes you wonder about some things it, it definitely makes you wonder oh yeah um i've seen people highlight examples of you know men doing the same thing like like oh well what is it don't blame rio is you know and it is a documentary on men doing the same thing but there are other people that have highlighted examples there's um on TikTok, there are people that have highlighted examples of black men that have come there that have created families and they are giving the women a few shekels and or aren't like necessarily responsible for the offspring that they've created there so people yeah. are pushing negative narratives and there's negative stereotypes associated with you know some certain groups uh there just as there are everywhere um sexy red i'm so glad you said that and a big shout out to you um 
because one of the main reasons that I kept telling men to go overseas, because I also wanted to see, was it really just black women? And of course, we know that the problem lies on both sides. Um, everybody mm -hmm. likes to point the finger at black women to avoid responsibility and accountability for shit that they've caused in their own communities and shit that they won't mm -hmm. hold men responsible for. But it really does have to make you wonder. Then when we asked the poll question last week, these the men in this space are supposed to be the best and the brightest. Shout out to AM1. AM1, I caught some of your stream last night. I couldn't comment on well, it. But um, he, he had asked the question, you know, would you guys send your daughters to a manosphere space for a husband? The majority of men um, were like, hell no. Nah. In the comments now, the poll ended up a little bit different. But a lot of y'all were like, nah, I would not let my, my daughter marry a guy from the manosphere. These are mm. supposed to be the best, the best and brightest men. So then if it comes down to a point to where you guys wouldn't even choose you guys, what the fuck do y'all expect black women to choose from? Y'all oh, wouldn't even choose. Oh, oh. oh, um, that's like Man, a reality check, Listen, listen. Then I said, imagine me believing in the space more than you niggas. Oh. oh. Imagine, you did not imagine go there. that. You ain't go there. Child, <laughs> no, I didn't say I'm going there today. Oh. Oh, dang. That's, that's, oh. that's, oh, that's the word. space is full of lame ass niggas who don't know shit. Then what y'all doing? What y'all doing? That's a word. Mm. Child, very interesting stuff. Very interesting stuff. Y'all don't believe in a space that was created by y'all and for y'all. Y'all mm. don't believe in y'all's own space. But then y'all looking at black women and want black women to <laughs> What? Whoa. Say it ain't so, child. How Say can you rebut that? So. Like literally, it's in black and white for men in the space to say that they wouldn't refer their daughters like the women in their lot, the, their most precious cargo to this space for, you know, mating. Mm. Yeah, but uh, Midtown, don't yawn, darling. Would you bring one of your, if you had a daughter, could she come to here? Would you find that this was a a, a, a valuable space for uh, to pick a good man out of? Y'all said exactly. all a good man is over here. What, what's wrong with y'all? Exactly. Talking about some yawns. <laughs> don't yawn. Answer the question. Uh. Help, help me out. Kid Clowns, this is not the furthest thing from a manosphere. Like, this this is very, our comment section is very manosphere. And then AM1 comment section would most definitely be manosphere. Like, come on. Like, you see how y'all will literally move the goalposts every yeah, time. Kid Clowns every was time. one of the ones to say no the last time. So what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? The majority of y'all wouldn't fuck with y'all. We know that. I know that. Would you would you date a you? Would you want a you? Hell to the would you want your daughter to date a you? No. And then when you really talk about the image and um the image of what the manosphere represents, is it just a bunch of incel weirdos um who are mad at black women? 
is that is that the thought process about y'all selves? What how do y'all see the manosphere as a whole? <laughs> yeah. In the in the words of David Johnson, and shout out to David Johnson, check in mother. Wait, who you just shout out? David Johnson. Hey, David. David mm. probably like fuck you. Uh, David probably <laughs> still mad, but David, love brother. <laughs> I don't mean no harm. I don't you mean crazy. no harm, child. You truly but yeah, are. girl. That I had to. I had to get that out. Let me see what the. Let's see what the audience say. He said, "If I had a daughter, would I refer her to a guy like me? No, cause I know me." And I would wring my effing neck because he would just put her in rotation. Make it make sense. So you saying you ain't ish. Let me tell you something. When men say stuff like this, that validates a black woman's position on black men. Do y'all recognize that? Now, Mintai, you're supposed to be one of the good guys. You're supposed to be one of the good guys. So much so that black women aren't valuable enough for you so you're going outside the country to find someone worthy of marrying but you will say something like this as it relates to if you would refer your daughter to someone like you like you you realize you validating black women's positions on black men on how they feel about black men on you know like y'all y'all don't y'all don't see the hypocrisy in in you know in in your own actions you guys don't see the hypocrisy in your commentary. It's 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 blatant. It's glaring. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Charles, you wouldn't let your daughter date any guy from the manosphere. There aren't uh ten good guys that y'all can point out to in the manosphere and say one. that's a stand up guy. Making it more specific, I actually like that. Are there ten good guys in the? We know that there are thousands of men in this space. Are there 10 good guys in the space that you would refer your daughter to? That you would give, that you would say yes to if they asked for your daughter's hand in marriage? Mm. Let, let, like, let's be more specific. Let's be more pacific, if you will. Are there 10 good guys in the space that if they asked for your daughter's hand in marriage, they were serious about your daughter that you would give them your blessing. 10, that's it, 10. Mm. The space contains hundreds. Yeah, All thousands. we asking for is 10, thousands. All mm. we asking for is 10. 10 guys out of the space that you would be like, you know what, that's a stand up guy. I would, I would hook my daughter up. Ten. And the killing part is this space is supposed to be reflective of the best and brightest that the black community has to offer. This is where the cream of the crop comes to congregate. This is where the boule hang out. This is where the engineers, the entrepreneurs, this is where the PhDs, this is where the th this is the where the thinking man's <laughs> Templar uh, dwells. This is where, you know, the 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 sophisticated um, you know, man comes to, 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 to kick his feet up and, and grab him a glass of cognac or a glass of whiskey, if you will, with his cigar and have discussions with like-minded men. But y'all, y'all, y'all don't, there aren't two. These niggas said, hell no, hell no. <laughs> oh, y'all, y'all, 
this is this is Barnum and Bailey. Baby, <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. I'm like, they're gonna yeah. be in support of their own space. Wow, you know, if you ask a divester chick, could they come to the divestment space and pick out a chick? You know, them all them chick. I mean, I call them hoes. Right, that's a good point. If you they would be like, hell yeah, yeah. If you ask them if they're they would be okay with their son marrying a woman from that space, I'm certain that they would say yeah. Like if I was giving it up for a space, constantly bragging about a space, letting people know this is where the sisterhood come, the best of the sisterhood comes to congregate. You won't find a better flock of black women. This is where the best and brightest of black women, the smartest, the most intelligent, the most capable, the most marriage minded, the most uh, feminine, sophisticated black women come to congregate. I wouldn't have a problem allowing my son to choose from those women. Oh, y'all Oh, so y'all against short niggas? Y'all don't like short exactly. niggas? Exactly. What does that have to do with anything? They can have that surgery. It's only 180,000 to get no, their just legs. 80,000. 80, oh, I thought it was 180 because it uh -uh. was multiple surgeries that they got to go back for. Oh, I thought it was just 80,000 in total. I don't know. No. But it's, it's regardless, Get they could get care credit, finance it. Height ain't nothing, and you know we y'all said black women been looking over men, good men because of height. I know now y'all ain't discriminating because of height. Make it make sense. We better than that. Come on. I expect better of you, of of you men. But we want black women to choose. But y'all want black yeah. women to choose y'all. Like, you know, y'all ain't. Do you remember that song? Your true colors. <laughs> that commercial. Maybe. I might as well had sprayed some fucking rain in this damn space when I asked it. <laughs> Baby, they were scattering. Uh, well, uh, uh, fuck you, bitch. It's, I like seeing it, though. It's, you it's know what they were saying, it. concrete? That's why what? you're a single mother, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that was mad as heck. I'm gonna tell you something. I I, I like when the cat got their tongue. I be like, mm. <laughs> I like when they quiet as a church mouse. I be smiling like, mm, said, okay. My gotcha. daughter would bring a game changer home, honey. <laughs> honey. Oh, how would you feel? Your daughter bring a game changer home. <laughs> Baby, we probably gonna have to get her exorcism or some shit. You know Let what I'm saying? You, like, you no longer my daughter. You you no longer my daughter. <laughs> I thought I taught you better than that. Like I, I, baby, I, I, I instill. I'm gonna take her for value. some fucking professional help because as, <laughs> yeah. as soon as that nigga be like my penis, I, <laughs> baby, fix me a sandwich. You know he gonna tell somebody mama to fix yeah. me a sandwich. Game changer is like the goddamn Steve Urkel in real life. My penis. <laughs> Sandwich, <laughs> my penis. Sandwich, girl. Uh, oh that nigga is God. like a Steve Urkel doll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Baby, I would take my daughter to have her fucking professionally evaluated. Like, did yeah. I? What did I do? Where did I go wrong? Just in a this? couple of dudes. What if she brought home a um? What's his name that was calling his baby mama's boyfriends his employees? What's his name? Um, oh my God, gosh. I know who you're talking about, too. Oh <laughs> Archer. My God. What if she brought Archer home? Like, 
Would that be a, a little little better? Baby, I will put voodoo on Archer. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to see the lady tonight. <laughs> We're going to see the lady because something ain't right. <laughs> like, yeah, I have to put some voodoo on Archer ass. Ain't I have listen, to. You know how they have like. I'm uh, going to change my will because something. This, this is not Maybe because right Archer now. could not say, you know, the other niggas work for me. Oh. <laughs> And Some of these rules, baby. Oh no, they give me the heebie-jeebies. Baby, yeah, because there would be something seriously wrong, like seriously yeah. wrong, seriously Mm-mm. wrong. Baby, game changer and an archer. Yeah, I, I, I ain't gonna be able. I ain't. I ain't go. Okay, for you, is there one dude that you could name in the space that if your daughter was of age that you would be like, okay, he's a good, good man. He's a good marriage, marriageable man. Somebody like her daddy. <laughs> See, you get a cheat. You get to cheat because he's, a, you know, he's been associated. I got my man with- from the space, y'all. Oh, no, you, you got to cheat. You get to cheat. Okay, 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 okay. You got a built-in cheat code. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, the last time they asked me some bullshit, like oh, I yeah. answered it the wrong way, I was like, never again. Curling, curling, curling. Hey, listen, my man, my man, my man. My I, man. I feel you. I feel you. Mm-hmm. Bev. Hey, Bev. We haven't seen <laughs> you in forever, girl. For a month of Sunday. Oh, God. Gabe, no. <laughs> If if your daughter bought home Ed, Ed Anderson, what you got? What you gonna say? Why you look like that? <laughs> no, Edward Anderson's too annoying. We wouldn't make. Why it Why would you? No, he would red pill her. He <laughs> no, would... no. <laughs> that goddamn Ty City messy. The space was good enough for you, but not good enough for your. No, no, no. <laughs> I said somebody like her dad. That's what I said. I said somebody mm-hmm. like her dad. Of mm-hmm. course, y'all think that uh Curlin is like the lamest nigga on earth. So y'all ain't gonna look at him like he shit like he ain't shit anyway. Although he is a productive man, he makes decent money. Um, he's good to his family, he's mm-hmm. not a big shit. Um, he's smart, he ain't got no criminal record, he wasn't a baby daddy. I mean, yeah, I would want somebody like Curlin. Um, Listen, but I y'all would you. think that the, the fact that he married a single mother that makes him the lamest nigga on earth and the fact that he ain't dogging bitches out and tell, telling y'all that bitches ain't shit and they ain't never gonna be shit he would right. be considered a lame but then even with all you cool kids y'all wouldn't um, let your daughter marry one of the other cool kids what's good right right I, I, I'm like saying um, Azriel, I heard about you settling for some bullshit, uh, goddamn tech shit. Don't you settle? No, I'm kidding. I don't know the story behind the child. I'm sorry. I'm just playing. Azriel, you saying sound like he settled? Who, who, who? What, what ten dudes in the space would you recommend to your daughter? Yeah. What, what ten? What ten men in the space in this in this vast space would you recommend to your daughter? Yeah. Are you worried about Curlin settling? Yeah, it's so many of y- y'all that are in the top 10% of men. Y'all making over 100 a year. Y'all ain't no baby daddies. Y'all are, mm-hmm. are in shape. 
well traveled. I well mean, traveled, like very educated. Yeah, like exactly. Can, well can, read. Can, can, mm-hmm. Huh? Can navigate in any room. I mean, yeah, make yeah. What? Why? I don't even. There should be. We should see <laughs> endless lists of names. I'm just saying. Y'all, y'all don't think that the guys in the space are worthy enough? Oh, yeah. I love Black spear? Wizard. And he a Gemini. Like, what's there not to love about Black Wizard? If he were a single man, yeah, I love Black Wizard. He's definitely don't, one of my don't faves. Don't call me out, girl, because I really do need glasses in. For mm. sure. He said, I'm qualified, but I like light-skinned women, so it would be a no for me. What? What did that have to do with anything? Huh? Yeah, like I couldn't even see my daughter bringing home a Roger talking about how all black women are bad people. Like, oh Jesus, baby, get the hell out. This is a yeah, black house. I'm really curious as to why y'all wouldn't bring y'all's daughters to the space. That's why you two face. Um, yeah, I don't know. Interesting stuff. What about though? Big J? Big J? Like Big J. We got uh, RBRs. Like, there's a lot. There are a lot of chaos, chaos rain. Like, um, Nordine. There are a lot of people in the space. Why y'all ain't naming names? Yeah. Since we and Roger Mary, I'm talking about if they were single. Hypo- this is just hypothetical. Oh, God. <laughs> RBR be talking about Obama every day. <laughs> Ain't no way. <laughs> Ain't no way. <laughs> Yo, after chaos come, he gonna be like, let chaos rain. <laughs> Nuradine talking about asking where the white women at all day. Yeah, um, it will no, be a- a- never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Andrew, Andy, Andy. So he can be like, black bitches ain't shit in 52 fucking states? No. <laughs> Only if your daughter ain't black. Your daughter can't be black if you recommend No, her. even if she black, he gonna be calling her all kind of cave beast fucker. <laughs> yeah, you right. You know, it ain't Andrew no is crazy. It ain't no winning with him. Mm, dang. What about Kit Clouds? Kit, Kit Clouds, Clouds is angry. She, she, she Kit can't Clouds, cook. Kit Clouds is angry. He'll be like, I can cook and clean for myself. Hot sauce. He ain't gonna do nothing but hit her with stats all day. You know, it's fifty-two percent of men. She gonna, she ain't gonna be good enough if she ain't Asian. So there's that. MOT. Um, yeah. What about MOT? Um, MOT seemed like he would be very protective of a woman, you know, of his woman. Like MOT, I can see that. Be, yeah, I can see that. Protective of his woman. I can see that for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And what about Bernard? If my baby would be in a, in a coma, she'd be sleeping for you like Rapunzel. <laughs> He'll put her to sleep for the rest of her days. <laughs> child, I wouldn't wish that on my child. No, <laughs> like I would be scared that she'll fall asleep in the fucking house to burn down because that nigga <laughs> is boring. Child, I know, no, Cannot. no. Um, no, I wouldn't because I wouldn't want my baby to fall asleep. 
every time you turn around. Like I'd be talking to her, she'd be over there. Gabe, what is wrong with you? Let me read these super chats. Shout out to Kevin C. Kevin C says, a segment of men exists who disrespect black women. There are men criticizing women's toxic behavior, and that's fine. Constructive criticism forces improvement. Um, I don't think that can be accomplished without shame, which black women aren't generally ready to do to other black women. So when it comes down to shame, we ain't, we ain't trying to shame other black women in total. You know, we'll sit there and kind of talk around it, talk amongst ourselves. But when it comes down to being like, that was just fucking stupid. Um, most of us are going to make an excuse for our sisters in one way, shape, form, or fashion. We can't help it, baby. We That's the way we condition. But I actually think that's how y'all are conditioned as well. Yeah. I will I will ask this real quick while you're reading the super chats and they can respond in the chat. What about the women in the space? Because y'all have a hard time critiquing yourselves and looking internally and or critiquing other black men. But what about the women in the space that are marriage material? Because y'all would have a e that would be more easier for that would be more easy for you guys to do. So what about the women in the space? I don't know, because y'all playing. They so baby mama's overweight. Baby mama, they dark skin, baby mama's overweight. I know, right? Dark skin, angry, baby mama's masculine, all the fat, all the things. All the things. That was it. I thought it was another. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Sexy Red. Thank you, girl. Yes. Thank you, honey. And a shout out to Gabe A again. He says, very uh, protective equals abusive child. Gabe, you ridiculous. Oh, my God. <laughs> they laughing they ass off. Why y'all wouldn't See? marry a woman in the space? <laughs> you, listen, mix out something. That's funny. Like, like that was like that was supposed to be a, a joke. Like I, I was being serious. Like, come on now. Matter of fact, oh, hell, Jessica, uh, we're Jessica. better than the men. Shit. Look, they'll all say Jessica X. What about Jessica? Y'all should have all named her. Uh, shout out to Gabe. He said Jessica X is a robot, so I'm sure a lot of the dudes in this space are going. Yeah, I would have expected all of them to immediately be typing at the same time in the chat. Yeah, anti marriage, anti families. We got you, pro ho. Mm -hmm. We love it. We anti marriage, love it. unless it's with anti marriage, then you're pro ho. I get it. That makes sense, makes plenty of sense. If a man is anti-marriage, should he also be, if you're anti-marriage, does that also mean that you either are, um, that you've taken the steps to make sure that you can't procreate? You know what? That would make plenty of sense. I actually wouldn't be in a opposition of that. Yeah. Um, because we we really see the results of a broken home, but a broken home has become so normalized that um, if you're against marriage, you should be. Yeah, you don't want to build families. I think that's a that's interesting. That's real interesting, real real interesting. But girl, are we ready to get off into this topic though? Uh, yeah, I'm ready. I'm gonna read this last. You gotta be a better judge of character than that. Oh yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Shout out to Kevin C. Again, thank you so much, Kevin C. He says, red pill men still need to meet 
the women's fathers, same as men, red pill or not, the father and other men in the family must approve a woman's choice in men. Y'all could do that. Y'all could pick a man out of this space and say, okay, um, I think you meet all the qualifications. There's a bigger screening process. But why wouldn't you bring your daughters to a space like this um, in particular to meet her husband? If you're saying that this space is supposed to produce the most productive men, the men with the most common sense, the men with no criminal record, the men with the status, the man that are husband material. This is supposed to be mm -hmm. a space full of husband material men. What's the problem? I agree. And not only that, um, if you think about it, this is the space where we congregate for long periods of time, like sometimes eight hours a day or longer. They've been able to see how some of these men think on yep. a very deep level on a you know myriad of topics. They've been able to yep. um, you know dialogue with these men for years on end. Thanks. You know from everything from politics, economics to social issues, relationships. Um, whereas someone who you meet on the job or someone who you meet in passing or someone who she brings home, you might not know as much about them as you've grown to know about the men in this space. So I think that this is an ideal space um, to, to name or, you know, um, select someone from. Yeah. But I love, I love Kim, to see the thought process here. This is so fun. Yeah. Mm. Girl, you ready to get off into this topic? Girl, let's get off into it, honey. Um, let's. I want to go to a particular content creator's page. Why don't you open us up and kind of give us the background while I'll okay. pull up um, this content creator's page? Okay, let me um, just give a little bit of background. I mean, pretty much you would have to have been sleeping under a rock if you don't know what's going on. But I'm going to play a little clip anyhow. Just to... Oh, give it up. Oh, So again, you have to have been sleeping under a rock if you don't know what happened. Situation in Chicago, in a Polish spot, late night, altercation, don't know the exact reasoning as to what the altercation start, stemmed from, but it resulted in loss of life from um, a man that was assaulting a woman and her son took matters into his own hand and um, you know went ahead and unalived the man following him outside after the first shot or several shots. Um, allegedly, he was instructed by her to do so and, um, you know, continue to shoot at him, causing loss of life. And I think everybody has, is aware, you know, it's been all over and there's been a lot of commentary online about it. And we want to talk about it. And we came today with the topic of how black men are all too comfortable 
disrespecting black women and that's that's the angle we're coming at it from okay and tonight i posed our poll question of the night should carlisha hood should the carlisha hood be in jail what the hell let me see so i'm gonna leave it up there y'all know what i was getting yeah, at y'all know y'all know um but should carlisha, should carlisha be, in jail? Hood be in jail and i definitely want to pull this up because hold on just a second share screen okay. bam and share okay so i am on dennis sperling's uh youtube page right now and um i was going down his community tab and i noticed some things that he had um posted and i thought that they were super interesting and um once i kind of go over it so one of the ones that he uh posted was jeremy brown 32 was being disrespected by carlisha hood 35 she provoked him he socked her out she then orders her 14 year old son to shoot him to death now the same people who say words don't matter crucified ks for his delivery and tone what are your thoughts on that so far um I think that um, I think that it, it, it based off of this um, narrative that it's apparent that he has an agenda. First of all, he's stating that he that she directed him to shoot um, Jeremy, and um, we don't know that she directed him to shoot Jeremy. Um, the family has come out and said that that is not true. Also, if you see from the video, it's apparent that he is already in the doorway when the assault happens. He literally reports the news, everybody. He, it, when he fires off the first shot, he, his mom is still being assaulted. Um, so I think that he has already chosen to accept the narrative that the mom it you know contacted him and directed her son to do xyz in addition to that i think that um it's i find it quite interesting for black men in the space that's that that has an anti-pookie and ray ray stance to now take you know to take on this 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 um fight for for pookie to now be advocating for pookie to push this narrative that now somehow Pookie was wronged in the situation, despite seeing evidence of Pookie attacking this woman. But what are your thoughts? Um, this is probably going to be like off cuff to a lot of guys here. I already know. Um, I'm probably gonna be like hella sisterhood on this topic today. Mm. Um, and so here we go. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be objective about this, but I'm going to be honest with y'all and I'll go from there. So when I initially heard of this case, um, as a person who's been in, in the military, I've worked around military people before, when you actually think of, um, unaliving somebody, 
we don't really take into consideration the PTSD that comes from behind that. People think that you can take a life and you're supposed to be able to wake up the next day, go to uh, IHOP and call it a day. It shouldn't be anything. It's this is nothing. You know, you just took somebody's life. Um, so I thought about the unaliving aspect from the 14 year old. Then when it came down to the mom and what the mother knew um, when she was in that restaurant. I know a lot of women who don't have protection and they have to move as if they don't have protection. So when it comes down to protection, knowing that you don't have a, a brother, your dad may not be alive or your dad may not be present to help you. They may know that you don't have brothers, you don't have a man, you don't have anybody that's going to protect you. When you know that you don't have anybody that's going to protect you, a lot of times you tend to move very different. When you know you don't have that um, person that's going to come around the corner and save you, you tend to move very different. Thought about that. Then we came down to if somebody was being disrespectful to you and you do have the protection and they know that you have protection, how do guys move when they know you have protection versus when they don't know that you have protection? Hmm. If a guy knows that, knows that you have another guy Nine times out of 10, things don't generally escalate with men um, when a man knows that you have protection versus when they don't. A man moves different when he knows you have protection because he knows that there will be consequences of fucking with you a certain way if he knows you have protection. Um, when a guy perceives your man as weak, he moves accordingly in that aspect too. So when I was looking at all of this, I'm trying to figure out what were some men expecting the mom to do. Um, yeah. Especially when it escalated to the other level that it escalated, what was she expected to do? Um, and I then, yeah, we sit around and kind of act like, oh, well, you know, she should have backed down. She should have shut the fuck up. She shouldn't have provoked him. She mm -hmm. should have um, got somewhere and sat down. She shouldn't have did this. She shouldn't have did that. But then we don't talk about the culture of the protection that Black women don't receive. We don't really talk about that. Um, a lot of times believe that crime isn't happening against black women like that um when we talked about you remember the other day we did this happened in chicago didn't it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and the other day we did a tough talk on the crime against women against black women specifically in chicago and black women in chicago are higher targets so to speak uh I, I want to say a couple of things real quick. So um, I think first off, when you when you talked about like, you know, having to unalive somebody and I had this discussion with my husband. My husband is a very interesting person. So when I had this discussion with him, 
and I was talking and I, I said that too, because I, I, my concern is for the baby. And yeah. I know he's a young man, but he's a baby in my eyes. I still call my kids babies because they're my babies. And um, he's still a younger, young person. And my concern is for him. And I was saying that for him to have to take a life, that that's going to impact him for the rest of his life. And my husband said it won't, that it wouldn't impact him. That if he had to take a life at 14, at, at, that he's... Um, it wouldn't impact him. And I'm like, what person would not be impacted by that? And he said that um, the, the thing is, and, and like, I've always been a proponent for manhood training um, for our young boys. And part of manhood training is having to defend your, your, your family. And manhood right. training for young boys would start fairly early, 11, 12, 13 years old. And you would be... Um, made aware of the fact that you will have to protect your family at some point. And that's, that's a, that's part of the messaging that you will receive. And that's part of so you're being prepared to have to protect your family. Typically as an adult male, that's not something you expect to do as a young boy, but he is a man that was raised in, you know, Islamic faith. So that is part of the messaging. But anyways, you brought that point up and I was like, I, I, I would think I would expect that a young bull, I would expect that most people, if they have to take a life, it's going to impact them and they're going to need some serious counseling. I think that it's a rare find that okay. a person can take a life and not be impacted. Real talk. But okay. also, aside from that, I think you brought, brought up a good question as to what is the what what would have been the appropriate thing to do? There seems to be a lot of speculation. People saying that she started it, she initiated it, when we don't know what initiated it. I saw a video from an eyewitness who, the person who was filming the video, and there was all type of speculation and a lot of uh, accusations towards Black men and them being cowardice and not protecting Black women because we did see in the video an older Black man scurry out. And the woman who, who um, was filming said that there were two black women aside from the girlfriend in there and two older black men. She said those black men were old enough to be her granddaddy, like 80 years old, that, that no one should have even expected them to jump in and intervene because they were extremely old black men and there, there was nothing that they could do. Um, she said she didn't know what started the argument. It seemed to be somebody jumping the line. And she didn't specify as to who, but she said he seemed to like he was going off that the woman was calm, like she talking to him and like she did not raise her voice that she, you know, going back and forth with him. But she wasn't like going off that she wasn't um, um, out of control, but he was on 10. So. The, her account was that like he was on 10. She couldn't say, she said it seemed to be like started from, said she looked up from her phone and they arguing. It seemed to start from, you know, somebody cutting somebody in line. But she said the woman, you know, was pretty fairly calm that he was on 10 the entire time. And it, you know, so all that to say that, um, we don't know what started the um, disagreement. We can't say that she went in there starting something and then, uh, and then contacted her son to finish it off. We don't know if she contacted her son. That, that's one version of events. And, there, and, and the primary version of events that was released from my 
um, uh, uh, the reports that I read was from the girlfriend, which she's going to be biased. So yeah. um, the information that I re that I read from the family stated that she did not. And if you look at the video and you watch the video, she says, get in the car. So if I told you to come in with the hammer, why would I tell you to get in the car? If, if, if the argument is escalating with the man, she says immediately before everything goes haywire, she tells her son to get in the car. If I just text you and told you to come in with, you know, to do whatever, why am I telling you to go to the car? Like, just you guys use your use your brain like you, you know, you I worked in, in an investigative field for a very long time. Just use, use your mind. Like, why why would I if I text you and told you, hey, it's about to go down, come in here and because, you know, I need you to do you know what? Why would I then tell you to go to the car? Think about that. Think about it. Um, let me ask you this because this is the version of events that I heard, and it seems like the versions, the versions of events are probably hella conflicting. Right. So initially, what I heard was um her and the guy were getting into it. She texted the son um and told him to come in. The son came in and saw the guy on top of his mom punching her in the face. Um, they said that he tried to get the guy off of him. The guy was still like really getting a mom, getting the best of the mom. Then, then they said that the son shot her. That they said that the mom um told the son, like after the guy shot him, the son shot him. They said that the guy still was able to get away a little bit. They said the mom then told the son to go and get the guy like going and, and unalive the guy so the son chases after the guy unalives the guy then they said the son ended up coming back and the the mom told him to also to unalive the girlfriend the other person that was in the restaurant mm -hmm. have you heard that version of events so um i've watched this video at least 20 30 times over and over and over and i'm going to tell you what i heard and what i saw okay so what i heard was that um initially what i heard is that the mother instructed her son to come inside to take care of him because she was arguing with him then i saw the uh, i watched the video initially and i didn't watch it closely but my husband had watched it and he said, no, you, you, you missed some things. But then I saw before I had a chance to watch it again, I saw the sister's account and her saying it didn't happen the way the media is spinning it. So I went back and watched it. And when I went back and watched it, what I saw was this. The mother, when she's arguing with him, he's saying to her. She's repeating something and she's repeated something three times. And I have most of what she said, but not verbatim. So I'm not going to say what I think she said. She's reading something and she, he said, what did you say? She said, get in the car. She's telling her, her son is already there. So he didn't come in in the midst of her, his mother being attacked. She's saying, get in the car, meaning her son is already there once the attack started. Her son is in the doorway in a white hoodie. They have two camera angles. The girl who is the eyewitness who um, gave her statement, who also made a video that's floating around, she was filming, but they also have a camera above the door from Maxwell's Polish shop, the, the business. 
Um, and that's where you see him in the white hoodie and he has his hands in his pocket. Now, I don't know. She could have texted him like this guy is get, like, you know, getting real irate. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, possibly. But he was in there when the, my point is he was in there when the physical altercation started. She didn't text him after the altercation because he was in there when it started because she says to him, get in the car. And the man says, get in the car. What? What? And that is when he hits her. So, and you see from the other camera angle where the son starts fumbling in his jacket, like, and he hits her like three times. And when he goes in for the third hit, the son pulls it out. And, you know, that's when everything happens. And from the reports that I read, he, she did tell him to follow him outside to make sure he was gone. And then afterwards, once he was gone, she told him to go back inside and take care of the girl because the girl was laughing. You hear the girl in the video say he told her he told her not to say nothing else. You you can hear her in the video say that. You can literally hear her. You don't have to even listen hard. He told her not to say nothing else, and she said that from my from the reports that I read, he told she instructed him to go back in the store and the restaurant and take care of the girlfriend and he refused and she tried to wrestle it from him and he snatches it from her and then they walk to the car and they pull off that's what i read who know you know there's probably a million different versions of events wow wow he wow, shot wow, he wow, did that wow. in the back because he was literally punching his mom at the time he wasn't turned to him what do you mean that's a coward the coward is the person that's punching a woman because she's saying speaking to her son telling him to go in the car he it was in the back because his back was turned to him while he's brutalizing his mom in front of a child it's you know? amazing that a black woman could be a victim and they still wouldn't see her as a victim that's amazing that's amazing i, I gotta ask you something do you think that black men's ability to empathize with Pookie and Ray Ray is similar to black women's ability to empathize with Keisha and Shaniqua, despite the fact that they're in different class systems and may not have all that much in common? Is you heard kind of the same? I, I think it's exactly the same. Um, when it comes down to women, women will make excuses. We're going to empathize and sympathize. I saw a clip earlier this week that was talking about how good women are standing too close to hoes. So men don't know how to differentiate between a good woman and a hoe because we're standing too close to each other. Then when it comes down to good men actually understanding and defending um, what, what is exactly a fucking pookie what is what's probably the definition of a pookie they will go out of their way to defend a pookie if it's at the hands of a black woman now keep in mind if a pookie does something to a white girl fine cool no problem let's get that that piece of shit off the street if a pookie does something to a black woman well what did she do well you know how black women are. What happened to black women? Um, well, you know, black women got that mouth. Black women have an attitude. What did that black woman do to cause that? I'm not jumping in because if I jump in the situation and she goes back to the man 
well, you know, we don't know if that's what really happened, yada, yada, yada. And that's exactly the attitude. There's going to always be a benefit of the doubt given to black men when it comes down to black men creating crime against black women from black men. Black men are always going to ask the second guessing question. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Well, he could have been doing like this. If she hadn't said this, if she hadn't did this, um, you know, the problem with them black women, they always talking crazy to black men. They don't know when to shut the fuck up. They always thinking that ain't nobody going to go upside their motherfucking head. And I'm a real ass nigga. He should have been went upside one of them black bitches. Yeah. That's the thought Ooh. process. You, you ain't lying. You know what it is? When they saw Carlisha in this situation, it gave them flashbacks to, you know, Nikisha in third grade kicking their chair. It gave them flashbacks to the girl who broke up with them and broke their heart. And so literally they want to take their angst out on them like earth. And you're, you're right. They want to give black men, no matter how low life they are, the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Earth said it all started with her loud mouth. Literally, if we take nothing but what we know from the from the 30 second, from the 15 second clip that we saw, you don't see her being loud. The eyewitness who was there and witnessed the entire thing said she was calm. The one person in the video that's being loud is freaking Pookie. But because she a black woman, we got a default to the fact that she had to be loud and she had to be the one instigating it. Make it make sense. Y'all are giving him the benefit of the doubt despite the fact that he has a criminal record for abusing women he has a felony record for carrying a firearm but we still gonna get him the benefit of the doubt yeah and, and we saw her him brutalizing her like y'all y'all weird that that is that is weird you can it's see her weird. getting her ass beat you're sitting there so you guys think the proper fucking response if you get into it with a lady at a restaurant and the lady doesn't shut up the proper response is say one more word and i'm gonna whoop your ass say one more word and i'm gonna whoop your ass she says it and he j not pushed her he punches her in the fucking face multiple yes. times multiple times and don't care people there eyewitnesses cameras and somebody business if you can't if you can't control your emotions in an environment like that then something wrong with you you in a public place and because somebody jumped you in line for your chicken wings it's it's people in there it's children in there elderly folks in there and you don't give Thanks. a dang you're gonna brutalize somebody and punch them in their face multiple times but i'm supposed to trust that you're the good guy you're the innocent guy you're the victim nah then nah. then uh talking to her like a child um so you know this title ended up being something else because we went back and forth on this title for a second and it was so funny um we because we talked about it from the aspect of black women becoming too comfortable with um disrespecting black men right and we've seen instances we've seen jt and uzi vert on the BET awards and her chunking her fucking phone at him and calling him a bitch ass nigga and talking in his face and shit like that. And did she uh, point her fingers in his face and shit? We've seen these types of behaviors and I, I look at black women and I'm like, when it comes to black women, 
that know they have protection they definitely move with a different attitude but i'm also gonna put that on the man as well oh a lot of times when you know you got your daddy your brothers your uncles your cousins and you know they right around the corner they will instill in you nah don't take that shit. if that nigga talking crazy tell that nigga to come over here Th that nigga hit you i'll go take care of that we have jada pinkett and will smith um jada gave will the look will went up to a stage and slapped the shit out of somebody for talking about his wife then i i, I thought about it what it would be like to really be a fucking protected class of women right mm. mm -hmm. chicago wide the fuck open for crime and whatever to happen against black women specifically black women right but if niggas knew you had protection half the shit that's going on between men and women wouldn't even come down it wouldn't go down because a nigga would know that there would be consequences for talking to you a certain way niggas would know that yeah y'all want to make it a even steven type of deal and it's not a even steven type of deal at all it's not when you talk about the violence against women in comparison to the violence against men in chicago not the same not the same not the same y'all want to talk about women being disrespectful and coming out of their mouth and yada 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 I, not the same thing not the same uh, yeah. thing y'all are never be seen as victims like that so to the ones that's comparing it well she shoulda she shoulda she should no no not the same thing i agree and you know the interesting thing the last thing i wanted to say real quick is that kid cloud saying now we're gonna piss on his grave and that um uh you know he's that he's dead and the woman was protected and both are free the thing is there's a lesson in this like the fact that he did but he's being advocated for he's dead yes and nobody is pissing on his grave we're talking about the facts and the, the the reason that we're going to have this discussion is because this ain't the last time that this gonna happen it wasn't the first and it's not gonna be the last and there is a lesson in this that a lot of people are not getting it's going over folks head and that's why we need to take this opportunity to talk about it like it just because he's dead do, do we not take this as a learning opportunity as a teachable moment and stop and pause and say let, let's chop it up around this subject we we, we we should we would be remiss if we don't um yes he's dead and nobody's pissing on his grave but I, I am of the mindset that everybody can't go that there are some men that are low level that are uh are, are so far gone that are so deviant that are so low life that they ain't they ain't worth the cells that make up their body. And and and, and <clears throat> I'm not going to go so far as to say that he is one of those people, but there are some people that are like that. Um, and I am going to, and I'm not even, I, I will say this, um, this is not to piss on his grave, but it is to have a conversation around the entire topic of black women being brutalized and, um, and the residual feelings surrounding black women being brutalized and them deserving it and and the consequences of that brutalization and black men feeling like 
if she's a black woman, she likely deserved it without that's, even knowing the full picture. She that's she the likely did it from a lot of guys. That's listen, without even knowing what happened, the, the retort is she likely did something to deserve it. I see black men real talk. I see black men piecing stuff together that, that they don't even know if it happened. Like they don't even know if it happened and they're piecing stuff together. They're very quick to accept whatever narrative is being fed by the media. And we know the media makes stuff up. We know the media takes stuff and runs with it. The original narrative that the media put out wasn't even the full picture. The first narrative that the media pulled out was that she called uh, uh, her son because she got into an argument with the man. They said nothing about the fact that he was pummeling her. So we just because he's deceased does not mean we should not take this opportunity to have a conversation about um what surrounded the events surrounding his, his his untimely passing this is this is the 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 perfect time to talk about it so let me yeah. read the rest of um some of uh dennis sperling's uh community posts so okay. he said, these hoes say words don't matter pertaining to the Chicago broad provoking old buddy, then having her son to smoke him. Keep that same energy when your man is cussing your rotten ass out. That's not verbal abuse, bitch. Words Ooh. don't matter. Oh my gosh. I'm clutching my pearls. This is a little hard to take. Why you ain't telling me to gather myself first? could have warned uh, Honey. Yo, but rotten ass, rotten ass. Is this ass. normal black? He a biracial. What does it matter? Man. It doesn't because even the matter. He, the way he denigrating black women, I, I I would like for his his mama to read these messages. It do matter. Would you talk to no, your mama um, like this? And Desmond, he did not tell her to get out of his face before he punched her. He said, say one more word. He and she said, was say another word. So, um, when it comes stuff up. <laughs> Child, listen. Um, so then when it comes down to provocation, when it comes down to provoking. Yes, Jessica, his mama black. The fuck and and what he's saying about and to black women is absolutely disgusting i know you can't relate because you don't consider yourself black so see your way out this fucking conversation oh child oh honey um so conveniently enters into the conversation on black issues even though you don't consider yourself black why are you here then okay we know your so, mama ain't black. So this don't pertain to you. So when it comes down to provoking and how a situation can escalate, you remember when Roger had went on to Mahogany, when Mahogany Roots went on to Roger's channel and mm -hmm. there was um black uwu up there and black uwu was saying that a woman could not talk to him a certain way 
because he does not allow women to talk to him a certain way. A woman needs to understand her place and needs to understand who the fuck she is as a woman versus who he is as a man. So then when it comes down to ladies being able to talk and do whatever, mm-hmm. I I want to make this clear. You're not in, that's not going to be a situation that's going to work for the majority of women. Um, for the women that have some protection, not the majority. Um, it, 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 it's, it's not going to be a good situation. It's not going to be a good situation um, because men feel like they wouldn't allow another man to talk to them like that. Why would they allow a woman to talk to them like that? And I think men generally have more respect for other men, especially when it comes down to black men. I think black men have more respect for other black men than they do for black women. What are your thoughts on that? Um, wait, what, say the last line again. What did you just say? Okay. Um, black men have more respect for black men than they do for black women. Um, Mm -hmm. like what Uru was talking about when he was on Roger's panel, he wouldn't allow a woman to talk any old type of way to him. So he wouldn't allow a man to talk any old type of way to him. Why would he allow that woman to? Then I'm asking, like, what are your thought process in regards to that? Like, yeah, what are your thought process? I I agree with you. I think with the last part specifically, I think that black men have more respect for black men than they do for black women. I think that with a black man, um, I don't, first off, I think that black men don't have the emotional pain and trauma associated with one another that they do with black women. So I think because of that, um, they don't have this, 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 and, and you, the interesting thing is even black men who were black boys that were abandoned by their fathers, they still don't have the pain and trauma uh, the same pain and trauma associated with black men that they do with black women. But aside from that, I think that with another black man, um, I think the real talk, like my belief is just from a physical standpoint that when you're dealing with a man, you're dealing with your physical equal. So I think that a lot of men are, you respect another man off the strength that he's your physical equal just because if you disrespect him you know what i mean like it, it can you know um be it can result in something that you know neither one of you want so i think that that and the fact that they don't have the trauma associated with black men that they do with black women um, results in them giving black men more respect than they give black women. They don't have that angst in these, you know, it hasn't been this hundred year war between black, black men that it's been between black men and black women. The division hasn't been there for black men um, like it has been for black women and black men and black women. Okay. Uh, shout out to MGTOW Universe. He said if she wasn't out of order, she would have, wouldn't have gotten socked. 
and he'd Jessica. still be alive. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. that's the thing though. Who's eat? You know, in in a perfect world, women would stand down and let the man just have his say or not say anything. But then when it comes down to, um, you know, these monsters that y'all say that we're raising and how we're conditioning these quote unquote monsters as boys, especially when it comes down to our boys, um, what's happening with our boys, our boys are going to be trained to protect us. Um, women are going to train their boys to do something different than what's being done with the black community. And then I don't know. I don't know if it's even that because, uh, a lot of women will go, go as far as to say we train and kill us. We train in our own kids to kill us. I don't know. It's interesting, but, uh, let me see. I got more super chats. Okay. Hold on just a second. Shout out to Dane C. He said the text, the girlfriend, um, pistol came for the police. Okay. Thank you so much for that, Dane. Dane also says we don't know how the argument started and we don't, but everybody is definitely going to put the onus on the black woman. If the black woman says yada, 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 then she deserves exactly what she gets. A lot of men would have felt justified, especially men that come from this space because y'all kind of like the whoop that trick culture. And I think that whoop that trick culture is definitely going to translate into real life. Um, and in a very bad way. Um, shout out to Sean again. Thank you so much, Sean. And it's been a while. Welcome. He said this woman had no regards for her 14 year old black son's safety and life. Instead of walking away, she got herself into a hostile situation that put her black son's life at risk. What are your thoughts about that? That's a great point, Sean. Thank you so much. So we haven't gotten to that point, but the thing is, um, I haven't, um, I'm, I'm a strong proponent for self-preservation. So, um, although I feel as though the man should not have brutalized her, my biggest issue in all of this is as the mother as the woman in the situation, her job was to preserve herself, but first and foremost, before preserving herself, she should have been concerned about her child, um, knowing that her child was number one in the car. And then if she did not um, know that her child had, you know, like once she realized that her child came into the building, my conversation with that man would have abruptly ended and I'm walking out of the door. I'm ending the conversation and protecting my child. And I like, and real talk, I don't even care if I'm packing. Like my, my husband always tells me, you have a greater duty knowing that, you know, you're armed. You have the greater duty to practice restraint to exercise restraint. You have the greater duty to exercise restraint. You don't get to buck up. You don't get to play hard. You don't get to 
uh, brandish. You don't get to what you don't. You don't get to do that. You don't get to do those things because you know, you know, you strapped. Like you don't get to do that. My biggest problem, and I'm gonna tell you something. So much so that I had a conversation with my husband, and I said, I realize and recognize that, um, like I that a lot of black women don't, that I think majority of black women don't think like me. And what made me say that is because I saw the situation with um, JT and Uzi. And mm-hmm. prior to that, I saw um, there was another situation of um, violence that took place. And then I had, I saw the situation with Carlisha. And the number of women that I saw fighting for their lives, fighting for the right for Carlisha to um, be able to engage. So what she, you know, she, she don't got to back down. Da, 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 da. So she shouldn't have to back down. So he, he should have to shut the fuck. Like, and the number of people that was like, I would have did worse than that. That Uzi glad should be glad. That's all he, and I'm like, there was such a disconnect between the way I think and the way I see women in the comments responding and so what and I like I couldn't even imagine like that's not even how I I don't remotely think that that's okay. Like so, I, if she had a when she chunked that phone at Uzi Bird, if Uzi had a gra- got up and snatched her by her fucking hair, we would have never heard the end of it. We wouldn't have heard the end of it. And when it comes down to women being able to commit certain atrocities against men, nobody wants to say anything. Nobody says anything. You didn't chunk this phone at this grown ass man because you didn't got in your feelings about A, B, C, and D. We don't know. We don't know. But you didn't got in your feelings about something. Then you didn't call him a bitch ass nigga. You sitting there calling him a bitch ass nigga. You're don't get me wrong i felt like he was disrespectful in a way but there's a time and a place for everything then for uh, not only for you to sit around and take the disrespect chunk the phone in him in his face call him a bitch ass nigga leave act like a baby he's sitting there trying to console you tell you everything is cool you sitting there acting like a baby only to be seen with the nigga the very next couple days child stop but i do want to play you a little let me say this real quick though like and this is my thing with that the the, it ain't even the issue because i understand like one-offs and i understand you know tensions get high and people will behave in a um in in a disapproving way or people will you know be erratic and people have you know moments of heated passion i'm not mad at that it, like Danny, really? It's the number of people that condone it. The number of yep. women that I see that's like, it's okay. And they would also behave the same way or they would do worse than that. Like, that's the stuff that I'm like, come on. Like, that's when I'm like, are we serious? I mean, like, not at 30, not at 27, not at like, not when you have stuff to lose. Like, the number of people, and I'll be going to people profiles because I'll be like, what type of people saying this? And it'd be fully grown women. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. Well, anyway. women. Yeah. But uh, let me play you a really good example. Um, this was probably one of my favorite YouTube clips because the Keisha was so real in it. But here goes. 
This crazy man. Why he be tripping sometimes? Why he be what? No. No. You ain't seen me calling your phone? Yo, yeah, yo, why the fuck you acting crazy? Don't why the fuck nothing. You didn't see me calling your phone. Yo, listen, calm down. I'm in the barbershop. Don't call me down. You want me to embarrass you in front of everybody? Oh, my God, my nigga. I'm getting my hair cut. Oh, Am I getting my hair cut? Oh, you're Am I getting what? my hair cut? I dare you. Oh, you're God what? Why are you doing this Matter of fact, talk to me outside. I'm literally finna get my no, hair no, cut. No, no, no. Talk to me outside. I like that shit. That's <laughs> So I wanted to play that because, like I said, you have men that are comfortable with the disrespect and don't mind the disrespect and um, will soft check a woman or let a woman get away with that type of shit. Um, then, like I said, when it comes down to women that are actually protected, protected women move very, very different than women that are unprotected. But the problem is men know when you are unprotected. Men um, can sense your unprotection like it is not shit and can sense it when you're unprotected so um that then i want to show you something um else that dennis sperling had posted he said the broad from chicago knew her 14 year old son was strapped she had a concealed carry license she gave it to him that's why she kept uh talking provoking old boy even interacting with lovely ladies in public is dangerous. Hashtag exodus, hashtag passport bros, hashtag fallen nation. Um, when it comes down to exodus and passport bros, you guys are already doing um, overseas a disservice because it's too many passport pookies that are starting to represent you guys. So um i wouldn't even say that but then when it comes down to interacting yeah i think it's getting to a point to where it's not going to um it's not gonna be a good thing and yeah okay yeah hold on um, yeah because she doing too much wants Um, a shout out to everybody in the chat. I'm going to go through and finish up reading the super chats. Um, thank you so much for the, uh, the last super chat, Sean. Shout out to Dane C. He said the son already had the gun in his pocket. Why? Um, Chicago gang culture. If you stay in the hood in Chicago, if you're a part of a, you could not be in a gang, but be in a certain neighborhood. Um, it's kind of almost like asking like why somebody in a ghetto is in a ghetto you just like the circumstances that's a good point I, you know what i actually had that as one of my talking points like that's a thing that i i often hear people almost people almost associate everybody that is in the hood with like ratchetry and you know ghetto-ness like some people in the hood like real talk I know people that are in the hood that are very hard work. They go to work and they trying to get home and make it home as soon as they get off work because they don't want to be caught up in riffraff or have their cars broken into. Like there are some people that live in the hood that they can't afford to live anywhere. They're working class. They're like, 
the interesting thing is like in the hoods in Chicago, um, a lot of the people own their homes. Like a lot of the people own their homes and they've owned their homes for generations or for, for you know, for many years or they own their homes outright. And when you ride down like like the South Side, I know for sure when you ride down the block, they have these big signs and it says no loud noise, no guns, no speeding. No, like at one point in time, those used to be decent areas. Those used to be, you know, very communal neighborhoods where they tried to have some, you know, community, sense of community and decency and things of that nature. And of course, uh, you know, that clearly didn't last, but not everybody that lives in those areas, there's elderly people and, you know, just working class people that live in the hood too. So then when it comes down to being able to carry a gun or carrying a gun at 14 in Chicago, mm-hmm. what would you say in regards to that? Like, well, that was his mom's gun that he got from the glove box because she's a license. She's licensed. Okay. She has her CCW and she was registered. The gun was registered to her. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. And he himself was a honor student. That boy actually acted in, um, he was an extra in the shy, but there's another movie that he had like a pretty like leading role, like a, a top role in the movie. He's not like a screw up. The boy is not like a troubled kid. And I truly do hope that she gets him out of Chicago because there like a lot of, there is like a known, you know, code where people do retaliate. South side of Chicago, who knows who that boy's peoples are and stuff like, and I've seen, I've been, girl, you know, I get hooked on stuff. So I did go and I watched the threads and I see like his sister and his family arguing with people on social media. But, you know, the thing is like, you know, whoever his crew is or the area that he comes from, you know, like there could be people that are like, they want to avenge, you know, what happened to him. So I pray that nothing happens to this boy. And he seems to be a really good kid. Oh, look at Kit Clouds. Like, real talk. Let me, let me, okay. I'm going to let you finish, Danny. And then I want to share something. Okay. Um, thank you so much for that, Dane. And shout out to Sean. He said, however the events happened, this mother missed an opportunity to teach her son how to defuse and de-escalate a hostile situation. And instead, this black boy is forever scarred because of his mom's mouth. I don't think a lot of us are looking at that situation the way that we should. Um, So what I've noticed about women and when it comes down to certain situations like that, a lot of times, a lot of us are quick to escalate these type of situations. Um... De-escalation is probably not my strong suit or it's not, I, I think I've gotten a lot, a hell of a lot better at de-escalating, but at one point it wasn't my strong suit. So if a nigga got loud with me, I would get loud with a nigga back. If a nigga said something to me, I would get loud. I would say the same things back or I would try to retaliate. And knowing that that's a very dangerous situation, you know, you get older and you learn um, certain things isn't worth my life. So if it comes down to a man being in public, I'm probably going to be nicer than what I should because I always think about life involved and shit like that. And Mm -hmm. you know what those things could lead to. But 
at the same time, I'm not, I'm also not a woman that thinks that I can win against most men if it came down to me talking to one in public. Um, I now I talk real reckless to a lot of you internet niggas because I be y'all, you know, it's the internet. Um, and even then, it's um, I'm starting to rethink a lot of that then because even in talking reckless to niggas online, um, you don't know what the results of that shit could be offline. You just don't know. And I think a lot of a lot of people are fucking crazy, hungry. And don't that care. Part, you don't know what a person is capable of. Watch your yeah. mouth when you're talking to folks. Yeah. So that's my thought process on it. You just don't, you never know. But yeah. Um, shout out to Gabe A. He said these chat room responses are part of the reason why I would never refer my daughter to one of these guys. Ooh. I might as well throw her in a heap of fire and firewood. Keisha consumes their logic, shaking oh. my head. Um, Damn. Ooh. If he didn't say a word, real talk, like, like, just think about it. It like men in this space are overly, overly um, obsessed with denigrating black women. And at the same time, these are black men in this space. And we asked a question earlier of black men referring their black daughters to black men in this space. And literally they're telling you they'll throw your daughter to the wolves, that your daughter deserves to be punched in the face, that your daughter likely said something or did something that uh, that affords a stranger, a pookie, a, a, a felon, the right to punch her in the face because she's a black woman going to get food for her and her child late at night. These are the same men that men that I'm supposed to entrust my most prized possessions to, child. I would never. I would never. Mm. Mm -mm. Thank you so much for that, Gabe. And shout out to the active activists. Where you been? I feel like we we seen. Have you We've seen folks that we ain't seen in a month of Sundays? I'm just saying. I feel a little abandoned. Girl, active. they coming out the woodwork. The mm. rats and all, birds and all. Yeah, they coming. The bottom line is shut up when a man tells you to shut up unless you're ready for it to get physical and handle it. In the end, it ain't right. It's safe. The active activists. I think that is an excellent point. But like I said, when you know that you have a protection and you know you, know you got somebody in your corner, you real, uh, you'll talk extra reckless. Like, oh, nigga, you ain't about to see my daddy. You ain't about to see my, you ain't about to see my, my brothers. And we'll talk to you extra crazy because we know we have a certain type of protection. A lot of us will do that. A lot of us will do that. So that's a good point. What do you think about that point, Concrete? Uh, I agree. Um, well, the thing is, I think that most people operate like that. Real talk. I told you I grew up with a lot of brothers and, um, like I moved to a smaller town. So I like, you couldn't tell me nothing because I knew none of y'all wouldn't see my brother. So what, like, what, what you gonna do? Like y'all ain't seeing my brothers. So I, I, I absolutely get what you mean. Now as a mature adult, 
Like I, like you said on the last point, um, I'm more careful in how I move because my way of offering protection to my husband is the way that I carry myself because mm -hmm. I know how he coming behind me. So literally how I move is a very, in a, in a very respectful way. My husband, like he kind of, he he's lately, he's, we've been having these discussions where he's been um, checking me and he tells me that I am too, um, he thinks that I'm too nice to people in public. So his preference is that, um, I, um, I, I ignore people, but I'm like pleasant. So I'll smile and be like, oh, no, thank you. Like if somebody's trying to talk to me. If, a, if a, you know, somebody's like, hey, you want to buy my CD? I'm like, no, I'm good. Like he just wants me to ignore them and keep walking. But I, because I have a trauma response because of like when I was 11, a guy tried to talk to me and I had a negative experience with it and he, he slapped me. Um, I am just very pleasant, like extremely overly pleasant when I encounter like guys or, you know, street guys, like I'm just really nice, but he wants me to ignore and like act like I don't see him and just keep my hair straight and keep walking. So we've been kind of battling it out regarding why I don't ignore them and why I'm just extremely pleasant because he feels like being nice is they're going to take that as like, they won't, like they don't just accept that as a no they're gonna follow me and be like yeah but man show you you know like they're gonna keep trying you know what i think he is absolutely right um mm -hmm. and I'll, I'll give you a prime example when it comes down to the water boys mm -hmm. if i look straight ahead and i don't say a word they will go past me they won't say anything mm -hmm. if i give them a little attention and let's just say i uh happen to donate that day then you got like two or three coming right behind the first one you didn't gave some money to and then you know you'll have um one it kind of opens the door for them to get smart or for something to escalate versus you keeping your head straight ahead and not saying anything and ignoring mm -hmm. them the interesting thing is he he's he's prohibited me from like i cannot donate i cannot give money i can and that that used to like for a long time it took me some getting used to because i feel bad like i'm a very like a cheerful giver i would always give but i can't because you know i saw this woman who just got um slapped she she gave no she told somebody she didn't have to give and no she got punched and like he constantly be like see this is why i tell you you can't give and like i would just open my purse and pull money out because i'm so i don't pay attention to my surroundings he prohibits me from even giving so he yeah but yeah so yeah we go back and forth about that okay um, shout out to you, active activists. Thank you so much. And shout out to Big Truck. Hey, Truck. He said, you, uh, truck. one less mentally ill pookie mm. on the streets. Mm. Hmm. Child, a word. And mm. shout out to Kim Shady. Hey, Kim. He says he really deserved to get his ass shot. Of. I just wish he had a did it so we wouldn't have all these excuses. Okay, mm. Kim. Instead of the baby. Baby Kim said, ta -ra, ta -ta -ta. <laughs> okay, <laughs> shout out to Desmond Clark. He said he told her to get out of his face, yeah, so he punched that. her. Uh, woo child. Shout out to Gabe. Hey, he said, we need a panel. <laughs> All the classic panel elements are here. 
Child, I'm ready to go already. Shout out mm. to Desmond Clark again. He says same thing. If I, if you, if y'all get in my face, I'll do the same. Child, but what would Desmond? You said what, you would do the same. You would punch a woman for literally saying something that you don't like. The woman, what he was in her face, and the woman just because she she continued to she was trying to she repeated the same thing. She wasn't loud. She kept the same octave. He was the loud one. If you if you if you if you would do the same thing, that means you have an anger management problem and you have um, some sort of emotional instability. You have a problem regulating your emotions and you should seek help, baby. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much, Desmond. And a uh, shout out to you again. He said the boy shot a future version of himself. God damn. Y'all are uh, Desmond. Oh. Child. Child. Who was that? Tony Robinson said, "Black men do not have to take verbal abuse from black black women." So, in the same vein, you said black men do not have to take verbal abuse from black women. Black women don't have to take physical abuse from black men. Y'all know that too, right? That resulted in a loss of life. Like y'all don't see the full picture here. That's deep. And y'all study calling this baby a 14-year-old murderer. I, I can't wait to explain. Okay. Um, shout out to Mr. C, 1804. He said, y'all niggas are willing to defend Pookie's fuckery just to inflict pain on Keisha. Shaking my head. Selective Pookie. Yes. Is, selective Pookie out is obvious. Y'all love Pookie. Mr. G, this is it right here, Mr. G. They're willing to defend. Let me read that again. Y'all are willing to defend Pookie's fuckery just to inflict pain on Keisha. Like, make it make sense. Y'all hate Keisha so much that this is one of the very few times I see y'all defending Pookie because y'all hate Keisha more than y'all hate Pookie. Y'all hate Keisha. The disdain, the disgust that y'all have for Keisha is stronger than it is for Pookie. So y'all literally will go to the ends of the earth to fight Keisha tooth and nail, so much so that y'all willing to defend Pookie. Ooh. Baby, they can empathize with Pookie before they can empathize with a good black woman child. We all yes. mm. shout out to the Big J. <laughs> um mm. child. Uh shout out to Big J Triple X. Big J says the post from Dennis <laughs> most asinine thing ever mm. that shit is crazy um yeah and shout out to you again big j he said i hope carlisha hood sues the black manosphere for slander mm. and get them offline um thank you so much for that big j um child what what else do you have Let i me, thought you had some more clips i got i got i got two things to show real quick so one thing that i want to show uh, very briefly, hold on real quick before I share my story. I want to show this really quick. So look at this real quick. So um, I told you, baby, that I've been stalking the blogs, right? And I don't know if y'all can fully see what happened. But if you see, so um, Takia Carter is the girlfriend that was in uh, Maxwell's with Jeremy, right? She's the girlfriend. Takia, as well as Jeremy uh, Brown's sister, uh, Jasmine Brown, I think her name is. I've been all on their threads, baby. Um, 
reading it's been some good tea good tea being spilled so takia was arguing with people and jeremy brown's sister was arguing with folks takia was arguing with one girl because the girl was in support of carlicia hood so this is what the girl said back takia don't comment on my ish feel how you feel i'm going to feel how i feel a million people talking about jeremy brown death but now you going so hard over him and he used to turn you every which way didn't he just set your ish on fire if you can't handle national news log the f but you of all people better not play with me this ninja used to beat you like a hebrew slave and the girl posted videos pictures and text messages where takia in april sent her videos where jeremy set her house on fire but y'all want to defend jeremy but jeremy's the victim jeremy's innocent jeremy um should be defended we don't want to desecrate his grave jeremy should be we should be rallying for jeremy because black lives matter we should be going and testifying for jeremy we should be uh stringing uh carlicia up for jeremy because jeremy didn't deserve what happened jeremy is a woman beater that set somebody's house on fire a few months back the same woman who was in Maxwell's with him laughing and kicking while he beating another woman. Y'all like th this is what I'm saying. Y'all don't even be know in this information. His they didn't got his mug shot, they got his criminal record, his rap sheet, all of that is all on Facebook, all on TikTok, everything about the man. This is not a one-off for him. This wasn't just an isolated incident where he got so mad that some strange woman said something in passing that he started to brutalize her and punch her. Come on. Wow. Child, listen, it, wow. it, it, it's some juicy tea up in there. It's the most wow. stuff that I ain't even going to say. I'm not even going to bring up the other um, information that was out there, but this was what I found to be just like, OMG, are you kidding me? It's videos, baby. You can see, I mean, that house, like he tried to really burn that thing down. Try, and she tagged her in it. Like, don't play with me. And the text messages was from Takia to her. And she said, this nigga just set my house on fire. Like, and when they text him back and forth, she like, you kidding me? Girl, look, uh, okay. Are you but, freaking serious? As a heart attack. And it, it looked as a heart attack. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I but, am uh, sitting here in mm -hmm. fucking disbelief. Yeah. But, mm -hmm. wow. Just mm -hmm. fucking wow. I don't even know yeah. what to say. Mm -hmm. Wow girl like but this is who we need to be advocating for we need to shut up because carlicia deserved it i'm sure she got loud with him i'm sure she said something out of line i'm sure she cut him in line and she deserved to be punched in the face in public in front of her child and in front of everybody else just because she wouldn't shut up when he told her to girl like this sickening but what i wanted to share because for some reason Y'all keep insisting that the boy is a murderer. It's all over for him. He about to get uh, tats on him and tats on his eyes. He can hang it up. He about to be gang banging and he about to be waving the fofo and don't hit me no more. And, you know, y'all extra y'all are in the comments. But um, I had a very similar situation happen to one of my family members where he also um in defense of um in defense of his mom um 
he um, shot someone that was brutalizing his mom. And um, it did not turn him into some, and he got off. Um, the person that he shot, um, he didn't kill him. He shot him in the face and he didn't die. Um, but he did not have to serve any time. Um, the judge, uh, the kid was about 13, 14. Um, he had teachers testifying on his behalf. He had people testifying on his behalf. The judge, um, you know, gave him a reprieve. He, the judge even, you know, bought him tennis shoes and was telling him, you know, to keep doing what he was doing and a lot of words of encouragement and things of that nature. And, you know, he went on to, you know, um, play basketball and high school and in college and, you know, continue to live a, a very successful life. And it did not turn him into a hardened criminal. He saw someone brutalizing his mother with a bottle. And as a result, he, you know, got his older brothers pew pew and tried to take matters into his own hands. And, mm -hmm. um, it resulted in, you know, somebody being shot and it did not result in him being this thug and him being this, uh, you know, pookie, like he still led a successful life. He, uh, is married today. You know, him and his wife have a business. He also works a job in addition to them having a very successful business, children and all the things. So just because somebody does something in defense of, you know, their mother. And, and, and the interesting thing is y'all are all insisting this. And I wonder what y'all would do if it was your mother. If it was your mother and you had access to her weapon, she because a lot of people leave their weapons in their glove compartment. That is a thing that's very common. You see it through the front window. She ain't texting you, telling you to come in, but you see your mom being brutalized and you you have access to it. What would you do? What, what do you do in that situation? You see your mom being pummeled. So not everybody who takes matters into their own hands, who's like, I'm not going to let this person, you know, kill my mom. Um, turns out to be a pookie, a Ray Ray, a, a, a no good piece of crap. That's not everyone's, um, that's not everyone's, you know, final, final, um, that's not the final outcome for everyone that um, finds himself in that position. Yep. Great point. Great point. Yeah. Um, Shut up, was... I, I don't care. Like somebody being, let me tell you something. Some, 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 murders are justified let me tell you something if somebody came in my house tonight and tried to harm us my husband gonna do what he gotta do and would that make him a murderer yes would i love him any less heck no would i love him more hell yeah hell yeah would i celebrate hell yeah because i know like i'm gonna my husband is protecting his family his property his wife you doing what you're supposed to do if you don't do what you're supposed to do i'm side-eyeing you I i'm questioning things yep. like some of y'all Ooh, Lord, I'm curious as to what most people think that you should do. I want to see the results of this poll. 57% of the people said no, she shouldn't be locked up. So kudos to y'all. That was 57% Activ saying she was supposed to leave 
before she was supposed to stop it before it got physical but the thing is she just repeated what she said the man and, and i agree like to be honestly real talk if like in the situation that i just recounted this woman was saving another woman from being assaulted there was another woman that was being pummeled in the middle of the street and the woman who i just recounted with the family member literally tried to stop the other woman from being assaulted and she got hit with a bottle and so the son intervened but the woman carlicia in that situation your child is you see your child in the doorway and i know somebody crazed i don't know you don't like as women we don't know what somebody is on we don't know somebody's um limitations or you know like somebody's limit we don't know something i mean somebody's threshold um i do agree in that situation if there's any way to get out of that without um violence without engaging I'm heading for the door. Like, I don't know if she could have made it to the door if he was in between her and the door, but I certainly would have tried everything in my power to de-escalate and I would not have said another thing to that man. My baby is right here. And I don't know if she knew what he had, but I'm trying to minimize damages because my child is right there. Yep. Well, y'all, uh, shout out to Nuradine. Nuradine, what's up? What's we were talking good, about earlier. We did. Nerdine, if you had a daughter, would you bring her to a manosphere space to pick out a husband? Right. We want to know from you. We want to know what you think about that. But shout out to you. He said, hey, Sister George and C. Rose, it's been a while. The Dr. Kang Umar Johnson will blame the education. I think he meant the educated lames for not risking their lives to stop the Kwongs that put themselves in danger <laughs> in the first place. Ooh, um, thank yeah. you so much uh, for that. Um, girl, I ain't got nothing else. Let me These see. people want a panel. Oh, y'all know y'all ain't getting no goddamn panel. You trying to get him a panel? Um, no, it's been two hours. Okay. And um Okay, let me see if I had anything else. Um, oh. Do you think... Oh, go, go ahead, ahead, girl. No, go ahead, go ahead. Are Black women's mouths writing checks that everyone around them is expected to cash, including their children at this point? Like, are Black women, because we don't know when to be quiet, when to de-escalate, when to exit, when to, like, are we getting ourselves into situations that are putting the people around us in danger? Yes, absolutely. Um, Like I said, but you... When, when it comes down to men being in your family and you knowing you have a certain type of protection, what generally happens, men will give you almost like the go ahead to um, do what you got to do or say what you got to say. Or you're allowed to talk mm -hmm. crazy when you have men that will kind of condone it or back you up in that aspect. So if you got men in your family saying, well, you know, fuck that nigga. If you if if you got whatever to say, say whatever you got to say. Don't worry about it. If he say whatever to you, just call me. And you know you have that type of protection. Most women will use it. Most women will be like, well, don't talk crazy to me because I know yeah. I have uh this type of protection. I got this type of backing. So you don't get to talk that type of way to me. And a lot of women will yeah. use it. Girl, look at the panel. Oh, my gosh. 
I thought you said we was about to go. Let me say this real quick to active activists. I'm not justifying it. I'm not sure if that was for me. Uh, I'm, I'm, just to clarify real quick, um, you said you keep trying to justify it. It don't matter what she was saying. Um, I'm not at all justifying it. I think that as a mom, your children come first. As a mom, you like, let me tell you something. If I know my child in the car, if I know my child is in earshot, I'm supposed to protect my child from hearing me behaving out of line, from hearing a potentially dangerous situation. Like, I I'm not, I am not justifying what she did. She should have been thinking about that child. And she, like, I, not only that, her subsequent actions, if it's true, that she directed him to go behind that man and continue doing what he did. And like, I, I would never, and I am not justifying that. If that is what uh, you thought that I was doing, that is not correct because that's not what it was at all whatsoever. That's not, that was not what I was on. Okay. Uh, Eugene Steele, what's going on brother? What's your, what are your thoughts? Oh, nothing much. Um, you know, when I first saw that video on another channel, I mean, I didn't see the part where the 14 year old boy get the gun. But all I saw was this man, you're beating this woman's brains out. Now, yeah, the woman should not have said anything. But when the man was beating her brains out, as a man, I was embarrassed. Yes. It was embarrassing. Yes. Okay. And let me tell you, Sean, mute up. If you're not talking, mute up so it won't be any um, uh, echoes and stuff. Go ahead, Eugene. Sorry. It, you know, but, you know, the man did not have to beat her brains out. And if you think about it, one of those blows could have actually deleted her. It actually could if he, if he had hit her hard enough or hit her in the right place, she would have been deleted. And mm -hmm. God knows what happened afterwards. But I want to say this. In that whole situation, everybody was in the wrong. Everybody. Okay. First, the woman. You know, if she was waiting on her her order, right? You know, she would have just told him, and that would have been it. Okay. I don't know if the food was ready or not. I don't know. But all he said for her to do was get her food. Okay. She didn't have to argue. But I'll discuss more about this this woman later because she, she was a piece of work. But the but the the dusty, uh, that was on that was totally uncalled for, on on his part, okay. you know, for striking striking her like that. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um. Uh, go ahead, Eugene. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, and now the woman instruct the boy. To shoot the man. And I'm like, I, I mean, I understand the boy was protecting the mother because, again, one of those blows could have actually deleted her. Okay. But, you know, yeah. I thought, I thought there could have been another solution for the boy. But, you know, 14 years old, he didn't know any better. Okay. The mother told him to get the gun 
and everybody else that was in that place. I know, I know there was some men, some men around, right? They could have at least restrained that guy from hitting her. They but could they have. said the men that were around were like in their 80s, like they were el elderly. And to me, I wouldn't even expect a peepaw to engage and, you know, get involved in that. Like, to me, I, I feel like elderly men are below women as it relates to protection. Like, I, I, you, I don't expect an elderly man to engage. Okay, well, you're talking about men in their 80s? That's what or the uh, a girl who said she was the one who um, who provided the video. She said she was the one filming. She had there's a video circulating. She said she was the one who was filming, and she uh -huh. said the two men. She said there were two men, and there was her and another girl aside from his girlfriend. But both of the men were elderly, is what she said. Oh, okay. Hold on for a second. Okay, now that makes now that makes sense now. Okay, so at least we we got the explanation. So then, <laughs> so now here's what it really pisses me off about this woman. Okay, the police saw it was self defense because because I mean I mean the guy could have deleted her with those blows. All right, they dropped the charges against them. Okay. And she has the nerve to sue somebody after the charges have been dropped. Well, let me ask you a question because if it's to a point where charges shouldn't have been brought in the first place, and then when it comes down to certain aspects of justice, uh, if it'd been a white person, a white person had brought, uh, you know, white people sue your ass over anything. Mm -hmm. Um, the it was probably the thought process that the charges should have never been brought in the first place or to put the child out there um but you know this is also a lady from the hood that's probably gonna try to milk that shit for all she can yeah i wonder if she has grounds to sue though i was thinking that like i, I i'm not mad at her for suing because to be completely honest anytime there is a crime where black uh where white people are involved they want to make sure like they that they complete an investigation before they move forward and um with charges and sometimes they'll even convene a grand jury so i'm not mad at her for suing but like she sued them for you know like wrongful arrest and things of that nature so I, i'm interested to see how this plays out Okay, Jessica X is in the back, girl. She want to come up. So she can wait till we wrap up the chat because I already know what this is about to be. So Jessica X can wait. Ooh. Oh, okay. Midtown University. She don't get launch, so she oh. gonna wait. Okay. Well, uh, I don't really care about the nigga shit. Um, I just wanted to talk to y'all, uh, see how y'all doing. But I did have a question. Like, what makes y'all think? Like the manosphere is like some sort of breeding ground for husbands. Where did that come from? A breeding ground. No. <laughs> Child, my when I say I got <laughs> like that laugh came from like deep within my soul. Let me say this. I I what are we we trying what we're trying to understand if is if you guys are supposed to be the best and the brightest 
and you guys are uh, quote unquote traditional men and you work hard and you guys mm -hmm. are smart. And a lot of you guys uh, think that your husband material, why would, if this was a space that you guys claim that it is, why wouldn't you want um, someone from this space to get with somebody? Like, why wouldn't you hook your daughters up with somebody for me? Yeah, I know how this space got started, right? What's the point? That that's my point. It's right. like, like that was the whole thing. Like, yeah, we know better, but that doesn't mean we're trying to go back to the plantation. It's not about you going back sure. to the plantation. That's not what we're talking about. You going back to the plantation would be you marrying an American woman. But what mm -hmm. I'm saying is, let's say you go and have your daughter by one of these foreign hoes and you have you came back to the space. Would you hook your daughter up with a man who is familiar with your lingo, familiar with your policies, agrees a lot with your policies? Would you hook a, um, right. your daughter up with a man from this space? See, I didn't say all that before. Yeah, we did. Yeah, well, we, we did. said somebody from this space. So ideally, most of the people from this space are red pill. You know, majority of the people from I'm this space about, are like, red the foreign pill. Wife, though. Yeah, I didn't set uh, that part up. Well, yeah, if it's your daughter, then it's going to be whatever. We already know she ain't going to be by a black woman. Ordering. What the hell are you talking yeah. about? You don't know that? Child, please. Uh, <laughs> here you go. Okay, all right. So I do have one criticism on the, uh, or one question about the, the scenario. Why do y'all think that um, uh, the guys that are saying that the woman should have just shut the fuck up, why do y'all think that's like just for black women? Huh? Why? Who said we? it's just so, for black women? So when y'all were saying like, uh, when guys say like, when women should, you know, shut up so she could be safe, y'all was saying like that, we only say that to like black women. But if it was a white woman, like, it's Pookie's fault by default. Um, oh, for one, white women actually have a level of protection. Most strangers are not going to, if if it comes down to a white group of men and a white woman being assaulted by a white, by a man, by a white man, that white group of men are not, they're not going to let that happen. And the difference between our cultures and their culture, um, black men will sit, sit around and actually film. They take pictures. A lot of them wouldn't even bother to call the cops. If it came down to a white woman being slapped up by a white man, most white men would jump in to save their white woman. That's the mm. difference. So if they want to be a white knight, that's fine. But that doesn't mean that's a mark. That doesn't mean it's that not necessarily white knighting. That's exactly what it is. It's not necessarily white knighting. I look at it. I get. I get your terminology with it, and I, I understand where you're coming from with it. But culturally. Um, there's always been a distinct difference between the man and the woman when it comes down to the white community. The white woman has uh, never been seen as a masculine woman in comparison to the way black women have been seen from since they were children. Black women have never really even um, had the room to grow up to be children because we've been uh, mm. adultified since we were little girls. Facts. So when it comes down to us interacting with our men and we get mouthy and we get sassy, men generally aren't going to jump in because we've been seen as a matriarch. We've been seen as equals uh, or yeah. above the man in a lot of instances. But if there's... Uh, <clears throat> didn't y'all fight for that, though? 
No, y'all didn't fight for shit. Y'all was in Pampers when shit was going right. down. Y'all was uh, well, sitting y'all around on, I mean, on somebody's lap when this shit was going down. No, y'all didn't fight for shit. No, I'm sorry. I mean your predecessor when I say y'all. Yeah, I know. But what did that have to do with us? We didn't no, have well, Listen, if you fight to make yourself the equal of a man and then you try to take a man on, then chances are you're going to find out very quickly you ain't the equal of a man, especially if there's nobody around to simp and force or protect. Right. Now, I don't blame... I don't blame that because, see, I saw that video after hearing those those horrible journalists doing their spiel. And the thing about it is once I saw that video and I saw that guy mouth, you know, saying, oh, yeah, well, if you say something else, I'm going to knock you out and this, that, and other. As soon as I saw that, as far as I was concerned, yeah, he got what he had coming. See, mm-hmm. what a lot of people don't seem to get is a whole lot of guns got sold between now and that COVID pandemic. A whole lot of guns. There's a lot of people running around mm-hmm. armed that shouldn't be armed. Don't bring words and don't bring keeping it real to a gunfight because a lot of people, they have itchy trigger fingers. On top of that, they are not well, how should I say, trained. Trained. Not only that, here you are in the middle of this ghetto, Chicago, and you got your kid running around with a pistol. Now, me personally, when I go out, my, now my mom, I would, I pray to God my mom would never put me in a situation like that. My mom, if she was for whatever reason cited and arrested, I'm pretty sure she's not going to try to fight the cops. I, I, I would think so. And I'm pretty sure that in most situations, she's not going to mouth off the people. However, she does have her times where she'll be in the store and she'll, oh, yeah, why don't y'all open another register? Or, so what would y'all do in that case if somebody oh, tried to assault your mom? No, you're saying, what would I do in that case? Well, the hammer on my Desert Eagle stays cocked, but mm-hmm. I, I, as you know, you're a concealed carrier. My thing is, you have every opportunity to keep calm, and you're supposed to stay disengaged. The problem is, when you have a situation like this, where you have somebody actively punching her in the face, well, that's the reason why she and her son walked. So the bottom line is, they had legal weapons, and they had verbal altercation that quickly grew into a gunfight. So my thing is, a lot of your people out there, whoever's listening to the sound of my voice, y'all need to learn to keep your mouth shut when you're in public. Exactly. Stop, stop mouthing off to people who you don't, stop mouthing off to people you don't know what they got, they don't know what you mm-hmm. got. Just, my, my thing is, if you, the righteous indignation can get you killed now. It can mm. get you straight up killed. And, and that's for both men and women. Righteous indignation. You could be keeping it real and you can get blown away. So my thing is, uh, people need to learn to disengage. These quiches or whatever you want to call them, they don't understand how to disengage. They think they can just put their hands on people. They think that they can just uh, threaten people and this, that, and the other. Well, if y'all look in your IG, I sent y'all a video of some quiches having a little dispute and it didn't last for longer than 10 seconds. I sent it to both of them. I don't know if you saw that video. <laughs> So I sent that video to you. So if you'll check your IG, you'll see. All I'm saying is, this is a new day. All of us, everybody's strapped now. Everybody. You have no idea who's who. And if you, you exactly. want to mouth into something, it, it becomes straight up Darwinism. Whoever pulls the trigger first wins. It's just that simple. And I, I agree with Big Truck. Hold on. Hold on. Y'all going to stay in order. Um, let me read my super chats and then I'm gonna go to Big J because Big J was up here first and we're gonna go in order. Okay. 
Um, shout out to you, Nuradine. Thank you so much again. I already read that. Thank you again, uh, Nuradine. Shout out to Mr. Curlin. He said, haven't weighed in yet, but in my opinion, the bomba was silly and reckless. Instead of chilling out and not putting her son in harm's way, it became a biggest ego contest. Imagine if he got the drop on the son or took the gun. Um, mm -hmm. That's a good point, babe. Really good point. Thank you so much. And shout out to Danny IRL. She says, I feel that as a woman, we're responsible for the type of energy we put off. I mm -hmm. drove trucks over the road for years and men have always helped and protected me. We need to read the room. Be mm. safe. Um, Danny, in real life, I think that's what they're standing for. If it don't, I hope it do. Um, yeah, I, I absolutely agree with you there um, because as a woman, and then I think when you get to be an older woman, you then understand how to escalate something and how to de-escalate situations. Generally, um, like I've been preaching all night and I keep repeating the same fucking talking point. We know when a woman is protected versus when a woman is unprotected. And when men can sense or feel that you don't have any protection, a man will, uh, if you're talking reckless to that man and that man no, knows you don't have no protection, he will go upside your head. He will beat your ass. He will do whatever he has to do. That woman was out at 11 o'clock at night and she was the one inside mm. the store. She was the one inside the restaurant. That man probably felt like she didn't have any protection, which is why he started, uh, he was talking reckless to her in the first place too. Because had she been with a man, it probably wouldn't have been the same thing. And I, like I said, a lot of times I think men know how to de-escalate shit with each other depending on the demographic because they are in Chicago and Chicago True. is a different animal. So um, thank you so much for that. Big J, what are your thoughts? Well, well, here's the first thing I'm going to say here. An armed society is a polite society. Mm. And it is time for see. see I'm, I'm, I believe in the Second Amendment of these, of the Constitution, and some people really need to know, need to know when to shut their mouth, and know the facts first before they spit opinion. First of all, if you look at the video, Negro, you will sit there and know, she, know she couldn't just get her food and leave because she her back was against the wall. If you watch the video when he was doing all that prancing and stuff, he she was against the wall. So how can she leave? When, when on the right side of the video, you see the wall. She can't just get the food and leave because he had her he had her in that position. I don't want to hear it. See, some of you shine bones. Yeah, you shines on, online. Right, 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 there's, that, right, there's rhyming. The thing is, a lot of y'all just so quick to, to get with Keisha because you so fucking mad at Keisha. Y'all trying to terraform the bitch. I'm sorry. <laughs> What, what really needs needs to be terraformed? Y'all need to terraform the the environment, Negro. Why you out there trying to do the SBE? Shame, blame, and, and, and explain about about Keisha. See, and the thing is, I hope that boy. And and, and and let's talk about lawsuits. I'm glad though she she's suing. She should sue the police department in the DA's office because 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 the DA office put out this idea. That 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 she called her son out there to do X, Y, and Z, and, and allow you shine bones online to sit there and regurgitate them talking points up and down these YouTube streets like a cackling hen. I'm gonna say something too while we have it at it. I hope she doesn't just sue 
these these Chicago authorities. She need to sue Google for allowing you buck ass bitch ass niggas online who Ooh. sit there with y'all damn capes out. And, and, and Dennis Burley, what you need to do, Dennis Burley, shut the fuck up. Because thing is, oh. nigga, the FBI, the FBI is after you. I hope you know that. I hope you know that, D D Dennis Burley. I hope you know that, oh, Anger Man, Ascension, uh, BGS, which y'all out here with that shit ain't blaming explain. <laughs> y'all need to burn in hell. Yeah, I said it. Not burn in hell. And, and, and I, okay. hope, I hope, though, that son, that son, that woman come down to a Second Amendment friendly state like Texas, like Oklahoma. Like Mississippi and Alabama, because we we actually believe in the Second Amendment of the Constitution, and and I find I find it's odd though we won't be anti you Negroes are on this anti Pookie streak when Pookie mm -hmm. done done something oh oh we got to defend Poo Pookie, huh? We got to defend Pookie, huh? Well wait mm -hmm. wait a minute, nigga I th I thought the Park Eight was the problem when Park Eight hit a woman oh oh oh, oh we. we Oh man, it's it's her fault. But that's a part eight, Ocidian. That's a part eight, Bernard Riley. Mm -hmm. Huh? Mm -hmm. What? Mm -hmm. Come on now, niggas. Make up your mind up. Are you the sheep or are you the damn goat? Pick a team. Okay. I'm out. Well, thank you, Big J, uh, for that very passionate uh commentary. We definitely exactly why we can't have panels no more. Always <laughs> someone yelling, yelling and all Jay of them. came on here like he got and like he worked for the FBI himself, reading out, reading off a long laundry list of mofos that the feds is coming after. Um, we we appreciate you, Big J. Thank thank you. Uh, yeah. Um, I think Sean, you're next. Um, I don't know how you're gonna follow up behind oh, that, but. Uh, hello, can you hear me? Hey, what's going on? Yeah, that's a tough act to follow, but uh, I'm gonna try my best. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I want to talk about this uh, Chicago, um, you know, situation. But before I do that, I want to kind of uh, give a give a little uh, scenario here. Um, as men, and I'm sure the what four or five men that are here on this panel, we can uh, testify to the fact that when we were when we were Young boys, we were taught by our fathers, okay, son, if you're going to get in a fight, an altercation with someone bigger than you, like like me, I'm 6'1", about 175, 180. If I'm going to get in a fight with somebody that's 6'8", 6'9", 240, I better proceed with caution because there's a damn good chance I'm going to lose that fight. So because of that fact, I move differently and I don't just pop off because, you know, well, I, I, I'm at an odds. I might lose. So... Let's move forward to the Chicago situation. This woman, okay, not only, obviously, this man was a loose cannon. We all saw the video. We, we, we all saw that this dude was not right in the head, okay? This, this woman, not only was she at a disadvantage, but she had a hell of a lot more to lose because of the fact that her son's life was at risk. And I alluded to that in my super chats. And, and that's that's my biggest issue with all of this, because it, it seems like to me, and I hate to say this, she had absolutely no regards for her 14-year-old Black son's life and well-being. Because if she did, she would have moved a hell of a lot different, differently. I don't care if, if it was 
his fault or her fault, she would have moved a hell of a lot differently and did a hell of a lot more to diffuse the situation and swallow whatever pride that she may have had in order to not put her son's safety and life at risk. And, 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 and because of that, I, I, it's her fault. I'm, I'm sorry, but this whole scenario, it had a hell of a lot more to do with her and she had a hell of a lot more to lose than this man did because I think what, only his girlfriend was there or whatever, but she had her 14 year old son there. And now, like I said, her son's life is going to be scarred forever and she's going to have to live with that. I'm sorry. I agree. I agree, Sean. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you. Uh, I think Big Truck already got in there and so did MGTOW. So who we got? Mr. C. Uh, Mr. C, what are your comments on the topic? Good evening, sis. It's Mr. G, by the way. Oh, I'm sorry. Forgive me. I'm old, um, fat and washed, so I couldn't see that. Well, Mr. G, uh, what, what are your comments, brother? Yeah, it's all good. Um, yeah. I think now we got this echo. I think somebody need to go mute. Sean, you need to. Sean, oh, my fault. My fault. Yeah, I got it. I got sorry it. about that. Sean, please. Yeah. Okay, great. I, I think one of the um, one of the things I usually uh, tend to happen in these situations, you know, uh, we tend to look at things like from a black and white perspective. Um, I think we can, two things can be true at the same time, right? Um, uh, when you look at this whole situation, yeah, of course she probably was, you know, miss, miss hood. She probably was a little reckless. Uh, but at the same time, it doesn't mean that she cannot defend herself. It does not mean that like the guy has the right to hit her. So if it were if it were me or any woman in my family, of course I would advise him to just really try to de-escalate the situation or try to walk away. Whenever you see somebody is 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 on that such a high tempo like that, try to walk away or try to de-escalate the situation. Uh she didn't do that, but I don't think that means she deserved to get hit you know, the way that he was going in on her. And therefore she, she's entitled to, to self-defense. And I think another thing that you guys are missing this entire situation because, because of his death, you know, everybody's getting, getting to the very end. But I do think um, everybody, a lot of men like myself, I support her. Uh, I haven't seen too many people that's blaming. It's, that, that's just a ministry thing. I'm, I'm, I'm quite shocked tonight that I'm seeing some of these feedbacks most of the people I've seen, men and women, they all support her thinking that she was entitled to self-defense. But I do think that we cannot let her girlfriend slide without holding her accountable because she was there instigating the whole situation, knowing this guy's history. So we have to be honest. If 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 I want to get him in my menosphere bag real quick, we can say that's that's one black woman that sort of instigated instigated the danger for another black woman i think we have to hold her accountable thank you very much uh mr g i actually agree with you and i i, I think that you were on point and i think i i don't hear i don't know what the girlfriend was saying 
particularly to instigate it for allegedly she was laughing and kind of like egging it on but the interesting thing is from all the women that i've heard commenting saying that the men didn't intervene the men should have this is why women don't feel protected you see that man running out when he's literally a peepaw i wouldn't even expect that man to jump in if it were me you know engaging with another man because i need to jump in to help him but I, I, you don't hear anybody talking about the girlfriend and saying how other women shouldn't be, you know, causing other women or engaging in, in, in um, engaging in behavior that results in other women getting, you know, abused. You don't hear any other. I haven't seen any instances where other where black women are holding the girlfriend, Tierra or whatever her name is, accountable. And I find that to be very interesting. But um, thank you for that. Um, Nuruddin, what are your thoughts? Well, my thoughts are if I'm with if I'm if I'm with a woman and she's she's with me and something big and bad, something bad is about to go down and I'm pulling her and I'm telling her, listen, we got to get out of here. This is not this is not a safe. This is not a safe thing. And she disobeys me and then goes and tries to argue with that guy, you know, and I'm pulling and pulling you, but that's the, that's the thing trying to get, uh, I mean, it, it, it's wrong. It's bad on so many levels. Cause I'm looking at it and the one who instigated the whole thing, you know, after he got, after that guy got shot, do you know that they, you know, she tried to wrestle the gun to go shoot that up, to go shoot the, uh, the one who instigated it in the first place. So she was going to go on a killing spree. Yeah. Y'all know that. Wait, did, is there more video? Not, is there a full video? There's uh, uh, shots the, from there's shots from the um, from the parking lot where you see like her like grabbing her, the gun, like, trying, so, trying, I mean, to, trying to go. A video is there a video inside the restaurant that shows the entire thing unfold? No, not yet. Not no. Hey, from from and from what I heard, if I, knew, if I can get in here real quick, let me make this statement real quick. Yeah, uh, from what I heard, I think that the dude got there and he, they said that he went and skipped the line. Um, mm. I mean, I, I don't know. There's there's a lot of hearsay going on there, but again, y'all saying that she was wrestling a gun from her son to go shoot the girl. I mean, like, okay, these people got the gun over there, her and her son. You think these people are just like standing like? three, four feet right next to them and they can hear everything they're saying or are people running away from the people that got the gun? It makes no sense to me. Mm, good point. The thing about it was she was hell bent on actually going back and finishing off the uh, a person who was unarmed. She was hell, hell bent on doing that. That's what she should be charged with. Well, the reality is, I guess it's because it was just a bunch of black people and the, you know, the system really doesn't care. But when I saw that kid pull out the gun to actually shoot that guy whether she she may have been getting punched but that wasn't necessarily a reason to apply lethal force so they decided not to charge him and they claimed that you know i guess they claimed it was a stand your ground defense or whatever but again you know they didn't really care one way or another who got the bullet but this dude got himself a bullet well, do, you really, do you honestly though, think if you if you, if you witness your mom no, yeah, that's the argument that a punch can be lethal. But the thing about it is, the boy was the one with the gun, and he didn't. He could, you could again. Every time a cop blows some black kid away, oh, why didn't you shoot him in the leg? 
Here's a question. Why didn't you shoot this guy in the leg or the hip or the chest or something? Yeah. Exactly. I think I think I, I think I think you're giving the situation way too much grace and benefit no, no, of no. doubt. I, I, I mean, just, just think about it though. Hold on a second, Truck. I mean, Truck, you're watching your mom. necessarily have to use lethal force. Come, come yeah, on, bro. Like, so, so if it was a knife, the kid would have stabbed him. If it was a rock, the kid would have thrown it at him. Think about it. You're watching your mother. You're 14 years old. I think you guys, you guys are trying to apply. And this is what usually happened. And and trust me, I've I've done the exact same thing too. The 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 Monday morning quarterback. You know, whether whenever a cop, some situation happened with a cop or whatnot. You guys are we're not in this situation. All that adrenaline running. It, it, it's really it's really hard to say oh she should have followed procedure a through a through b c z like mm -hmm. y'all crazy i like mr g and i agree with what you're saying but i think that too there is no stand your ground law in illinois but the thing is in the defense that his uh the defense that his that her attorneys were using was that number one he is a known felon that had a previous charge for a firearm like that the, the uh defense that they were using is they don't know if he was leaving trying to run to his car to get to get something you know like mm -hmm. if, if i if i if i you know incapacitate you or if i sh you know shoot and i just you know shoot you to wound and you have that much adrenaline ru running through you like who's to say that you're not going to go get something to now come back and you know shoot me so uh, that shooting to just you know uh disable some people have second. been shot and able to get and able to fight back yeah, yeah um, and, and i think so I, th I think the da probably they probably assessed it they would have had oh, a really really uphill battle trying right. to try, trying to land a conviction you know once the attorney start taking this guy's you know putting his girlfriend you know people he burned their house or whatever like putting them on the on the stand yeah. that she would have like it, it, it would have it fall apart really 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 bad. rapidly yeah. No, listen, right. I understand that. I'm just saying, you know, again, it was just black people that got into this fight. Had it been happened here in New York, you remember like a couple of weeks ago with that white uh, former Marine or something, uh, they, they tried to play, you know, talk of, oh, the Michael Jackson dancer. He was on that train harassing the people and he got himself mm -hmm. choked to death, choked to death, not shot, not stabbed, no rock thrown at him. And the thing about but, but it didn't is, he attack the marine you know, though listen he's dead bottom line is he's dead so all of but the, did he uh, punch the marine all the conjecture as to whether or not too much force was used yeah well you can use that after the fact but he's dead now so the whole thing again that i said from the very beginning people need to watch their mouth and they need to watch their toes because again, a whole lot of guns got sold since that pandemic. Uh, Chuck, you just made a case for that guy's for that Marine's conviction. Either way, wait, uh, a case for whose conviction? The Marine. You well, just uh, make guys, a case I for the conviction. I would have never charged that Marine because one thing I know about these subways, you got to remember, I'm a New Yorker. I ride these subways. These motherfuckers are crazy. They pushing people on tracks. They're attacking people. We've had women getting raped out in the open. Yeah. You you heard about like women getting raped on the train and everybody just doesn't want to do anything because they don't know if this person's armed or not. So my thing yeah, is Yeah, but Chuck, you can't just you can't just choke him in case he might right. want to do something to somebody. If, if you choke somebody no, you well, you just said it yourself. Oh, well, if you shoot him in the leg, he could be fighting back and he could go to the car and but the man Yo, had not yet, you got you can't do and that. He goes to you, sleep, he ain't going to no car, he ain't getting no weapon, and he ain't fighting back because he's going to sleep. 
So, so was the is, homeless man when, when actively... I video, when I saw that video and I saw uh, how Sister nobody George? was trying to stop the, that Marine dude from choking that nigga to death, when I saw that, I was like, you know what? They were in agreement with it. And I know what it's like to ride. Somebody was. The, the person sure, let who me ask the journalist was telling him, he two people was telling him he was going to kill the man. Did yeah, let me, let me ask you something, Truck, big, because you're a New Yorker. Truck, no. Truck, you're a New Yorker. Guys, big, perhaps go. you know. Okay, the thank you, Morgan. Jackson, you have to shut it down doing, anyway, because I got to go too. Dance right. he was doing was thriller. And no, no, and no, that's not, it. that's not, it, it's not, it's not about it's none not. of that. It doesn't matter. Like if he was eating booger for, for a living, like, listen, um, cause since you're a New Yorker, maybe, you know, just, you know, a little bit more about the situation. I mean, yes. was he actively attacking a person? What was he saying? Words. The videotapes always cut on after the initial altercation that's why you're still waiting to see about this situation and see what exactly happened that led this um the 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 the, the woman and her son husband to have this uh sure sure was situation. the homeless so, man was is, the homeless man attacking on the train, people on the train as far as i know what i did see was a lot of those people they were not at rushing to stop a george floyd situation from happening that means that that guy was giving them all some type of issue or my brother, you do, yeah, you're doing what about Ism right, right now, but okay. Everybody, I, I've read, I've been following this story since it happened, and the journalist, the who, he that he was just using words. He said he was ready to go back to jail. He was using threatening language. That uh, man did not touch anybody. We didn't. Say they should have called if the police. Listen, if you don't have a video, you didn't see that part. Because it doesn't matter. It's like there are eyewitnesses. You can't speculate as to what he did. I've either. been on these trains. I've seen people putting their hands on people, grabbing people. I've seen it myself with my. You sound like life. the black men in the comments that are saying, "Well, she must have provoked him. She must so, have yeah, did something it, it, to listen, deserve listen, it." Listen. If you don't have more evidence, if you don't have more irrefutable videotape evidence, it could go either way. The bottom line is, if these people mental illness or whatever it is because first of all that guy got that guy put his hands on her had she had the gun she could have shot him herself so sure, you know, let me oh, ask yeah. you well you ruined okay, the 14 year old boy's life and you let y'all finish she could have done it herself she could say it's... yeah well he attacked me and i was afraid his fists were a lethal weapon and i needed <laughs> to shoot him and blah 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 so the thing about it is Regardless what happened, he put his hands on her and he punched her, so he got what he deserved. So the thing about it is you can hash it out. You got your your what is it? Your your criminal record is going to be played for the whole everybody to see it. So now they're like, wait a minute, this guy was a problem. He got what he deserved, and that's it. And they just wash their hands up. That's it. Yeah, so um I, I, I and you're messing it, with people, that's what you get. So I'm saying, watch your. Piece nah, true, true. See, you, you see, that's that's the problem with this exactly page. You, you, you do, you, you're doing a whole lot of water bodies and like, watch um, let me just, just because, say this. Go ahead, uh, Mr. G, just because somebody, watch yeah, just because. Some, hold on a second, bro. Calm down. Watch just because yourself. somebody, first of all, just because somebody has a record, it doesn't. And because because I've seen I've seen y'all do that in the right wing echo chamber. I mean here in the black men. Can you please hold on? Chill out, bro. Chill out. He had a record. It shows a state of mind. The guy's a piece of shit. He's dead now. Goodbye. What big truck? Let him finish, and then Go you ahead, can rebut. Yeah. So, so you guys often do this, and and uh -huh. obviously, I'm not defending Jeremy. You guys, I've heard my rhetoric, 
but you guys have a habit of doing this here in this i guess super i guess conservative right wing wannabe kind of I, I i i don't know whenever something happens somebody gets shot or whatnot let's say by the police you guys want to be like see he was a criminal but yep. at the time this guy get pulled over i'm just giving an example at the time that guy yeah talking about that he got record he got pulled over because he didn't stop at the stop sign or some mm -hmm. shit like that does mm -hmm. that mean the crime he did 15 years ago that he already right. paid for is he supposed to still get punished for it at a later time because he didn't stop at the stop sign no, you guys don't use didn't stop at the stop sign it's because he didn't stop at the stop sign when the cops probably tried to force you out the car you either decided to try to drive away or you decided to try to fight the cops no you didn't get killed because you didn't stop at a stop sign you got killed because you attempted to use force against the cops and they escalated White supremacy point talking that points. you weren't prepared for that's what happened so your revisionist history okay. you can keep it yeah you're you're way too smart for that my brother like i mean i follow you i watch your channel but if you see okay. you're just being you're supposed to do you'll get laid well, out it's just okay so what what we're gonna do actually because we actually have Every to time. shut it down and i want to see what jessica wants so um we actually aren't going to do final comments but we do thank you all for coming up and giving your input on the topic so thank y'all very very much we you're appreciate y'all Thank you. Good night. And by the way, check one. your uh, IG messages. Thank you you got to see. Oh, that I saw that big truck. I'll check it out. Yeah. Okay. Um, should I drop down too? You don't have to. I mean, I ain't about to be up here for long because I, I have to go. you Okay. Uh, I came out. Can you hear me? Yep. Can you hear me? Yeah. I came up with, uh, as my name is Jessica, the Black Mama. Can I speak now, Concrete? Yeah, what's, what's the, what, what's up? Why do, why do you block me? Because you insulting me, calling me a man and calling me out of my name because you don't like what I said when I don't know if you a man. No, 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 Concrete, I didn't call you a man. I said you're as big as a man. Not that you're you probably as big as a man. I don't know if you are a man, if you have an Adam's apple or a penis. Do you, do you know what, Concrete? You don't know, but we do know I, I don't. that you're fat. We do. We and I know, you. and you probably have a penis. So that's why you got blocked. Is that what you came up here for? To find out why you got blocked? Yeah, I want to know why you're so in your feelings. I didn't know I, I'm not in my feelings. You came over here insulting me. You I don't are. know why you hang around in the space where you're not liked, but you came over here like you do, hanging on to my every word, Concrete. trying to be annoying, trying to be a nuisance, being an annoying gnat, being a bird, and you got the attention that you desired, no. and you didn't like it. So comments, you tried to attack me and try to say that I look said, like a man. When we know you a chubby, when we, we know you, you a chubster, that's why you're hiding. That's why you won't show you won't show your face that's you look nothing like the pictures that you show you sh you upload ai versions of yourself so what you want because i don't have time right, for right. this Come and i'm not in the mood to deal with you you said you said about dennis sperling isn't his mama black now you know your mama black is a running joke in the space when new said the same thing as me in the chat you didn't go off at him we both made I the same joke comment. it was right next to mine concrete I didn't right see it. I'm not saying he didn't say it. 
okay, so you only happened to see my one. It always happens that everyone else can make the same jokes I do, but you only get mad at me. What's your problem, Pompey? Because you literally, anything I say, I don't care what it is, you attack whatever I say. I literally will say that the sky is blue to get a rise out of me. You attack whatever I say to get a rise out of me. It wasn't attacking what you said, it was a joke. And you wanted to be in your feelings. And as soon I as I in my you, I responded you told like, me, it's you not did. to you, so why you do said, you get the, You said, get the fuck out of here. You don't have a black mama. What are you doing here? You can't It doesn't relate. apply to you, so, so why the do you The moment and it wasn't I gave just you that some comment. energy back, okay. you want to get in your feelings. Yes, it wasn't and just that me. comment. This is a pattern of behavior that you engage in with me. Anytime that I'm saying anything, I don't even notice you in the chat. And like literally, the first, like I I'm assuming that you be listening or waiting for me to say something that you don't like. And the first thing you do is pounce on it. And it is just this thing that you do, this very um, petty behavior that you engage in with me. And I don't know what's tea with it. I think that it's because you know that I'm a black conscious woman woman and, and and that bothers you so you engage in this very petty back and forth with me and it's very annoying no one had a back and forth with you you came at me concrete you're talking about Listen, you never see me in the chat forever. yet you literally only see my comments when everyone else is saying the same thing but you never see Jessica, me in the chat you've literally right? been doing this for years for years you just you just said it concrete you said you never see me in the chat but when new said the exact same thing as me Right next to me, you said, oh, I didn't see it. I only saw your one. So which is it? it seems when like I looked at the chat, that's what I've seen. I didn't you say, look for my that comments. you didn't say it. And it was triggering because you always do it. No matter what I'm saying, no matter what the subject matter is, literally, it's like you wait for me to say something and something specifically about blackness for you to pounce on it. It's a very petty thing that you like to engage in to get a rise out of me. And I noticed it a long time ago. So to say that I was triggered by it, I, I, yes, I was, because I feel like you always do that with me. Well, Concrete, I'm glad that you admit that you're triggered. You should yeah, be triggered by what you see in the mirror and hit the gym. You should be triggered by your damn mama, bitch. Get the fuck out of here. You blocked and you don't say black, dumbass. Show your fucking you face. You mad. look like your fat damn you mama. Mad. Goodbye. Good night. You Good night. night. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Good night. Bye. You should be triggered by the obituary you look at of your damn mama. Good night. Bye. Your mom's been Bye. Bye. And, and for you to say, Jessica, since you're still in the back and you're still listening, I should be triggered by what I look at in the mirror. You're clearly triggered by what you look at in the mirror. That's why you won't show your face. That's why you won't show your face. And you use the excuse that you're concerned about people finding out where you work and this, that, and the other. How many people work actual jobs and show their face? Since you want to stay in the back and you want to listen, I work a very successful job. Plenty of people work very successful jobs as PhDs, as engineers, for 
colleges for high uh have high earning positions and they show their faces that is a excuse because you're a catfish and you look nothing like the picture that you show you work a job making a measly forty thousand dollars a year that you claim that you just got and you still will not show your face you wasn't showing your face before that so stop lying it's cat we know that you a catfish you're likely triggered by what you see and that's why you don't want us to see it you're going to stay blocked so you can continue to listen for the from the clouds have a good night bye bye anyways thank you for everybody who's <laughs> us we definitely appreciate y'all um yeah okay. Let me read this. Uh, shout out to the active activist. Shout out to you, active activist. He said, I feel bad for the son. He got ops now. That I think that's a really true statement. And I think that's a statement that a lot of us have chosen to ignore. But thank you so much for that, uh, the active activist. Shout out to Marvel318. He said the super chat does, it still works. Okay. Um, it didn't really look like it, but thank you so much for that, Marvel318. Shout out to Mr. C. He said, Mr. G. Well, I don't know why I keep calling him man Mr. C. I think I'm like no limit. Okay. He said, Jessica, this is lame. We never get to see you on camera. She's realer than you. Shaking we, we my never head. Will. She's never going to show herself, literally. That's why it's easy for you to try to attack me, for you to try to say negative things about me. Like I'm I'm clearly not afraid to show my face. And I have a whole husband. Where your man at? You literally dated, you're supposed to be the most feminine, submissive being in the space. And you dated somebody for nine years and you still didn't get a ring out of it. Per what I heard you say out of your own mouth, you dated somebody for nine years and it didn't result in a ring or you being a wife. I have a whole husband. So clearly my looks can't be too bad. What about yours? Your looks and your submission hasn't landed you a husband and you over the wall. Shout out to a smooth. Thank you so much. He put a bunch of fire emojis in the chat. Thank you very much. Smooth For once, smooth and trolling. Uh, Tony, let, let me tell you something, Tony, responding to somebody in kind is not verbal abuse. And that's the same thing. Like you've literally been saying that about Carlisha the entire time that a black man does not have to take verbal abuse. A black man does not have to take verbal abuse. Literally, if somebody is responding to somebody in kind, if you are antagonizing somebody, you're calling somebody out of their name, you're talking up under somebody's clothes, you're calling somebody ugly, you're talking about somebody's appearance. There are no rules to fighting. I do not have to fight fair with you. I do not have to fight. Be kind to you when I'm fighting with you. I do not have to mince my words when I'm fighting with you. And the same way that you're saying that black men don't have to take verbal abuse or black women are good at verbal abuse. Absolutely. We're good at verbal abuse or absolutely. We're good at verbal sparring. But if, if you're coming for someone, they have, they absolutely have the right to give it back to you. And you're saying that black men don't have to take verbal abuse, but in the same way that black men don't have to take verbal abuse again i say black women don't have to take physical abuse so if she if you felt like what she was doing was verbal abuse that she was engaging in with him he physically abused her and it resulted in his loss of life and shut out to leo anthony he says black youtube crazy as fuck you already know we are. <laughs> Eyes and where our money at? 
y'all did not super chat the way I thought y'all was. And so y'all ass ain't never getting no goddamn panel ever again. They said they gave all they could before we did the panel. Gave them a panel. We gave them heat. We had a fire topic and they still didn't continue the super chat. I mean... Hmm. Leo oh, Anthony, that part, I, I refuse to take disrespect. My husband already told me about that. I'll be letting too much disrespect slide, and I never will take disrespect from that mutt. Like, I don't know what she think this is. I let her slide for years oh, and years and years with the passive aggressiveness. She try to come up here and, oh, concrete, I'm just trying to understand. And then when I'm thinking, oh, she's talking logically and I'm speaking to her one-on-one, -on -one, you try to get a D again. She's a nasty, sneaky, conniving, manipulative mutt. And I stand on that. I don't go over to her channel. I don't mess with her. Why do you continue to come over here and try to antagonize me? This ain't what you want. I cash at work too, just in case y'all want to. It do. does. But um but I'm beyond my time limit, y'all. Child, me too. Shout out to everybody who came through. Shout out to the Penna. Um, shout out to everybody who super chatted us. We definitely, oh, we definitely appreciate that. And shout out to our cash app, Al. Yeah, Kid Cloud says for population control, he supports it. Even though he was talking all that smack, calling that baby a murderer and whatnot. Dang, Kid Cloud sounds so cruel and so harsh. But um, yeah, thank you, Kid Clouds. We appreciate you. Thank you. Uh, oh, Tony said, I've always wondered how much hatred you have to have in your stomach, inside your body to say words that are so hurtful. But what? black women, y'all are great at it. Tony Robinson is absolutely insane. You always wondered God, how much man. hatred a woman, a person, a black woman would have to have inside of their stomach to utter such words. But you didn't wonder what, how much hatred a person would have to have for a stranger woman to muster up, to cock his arm back and punch somebody in their face. A stranger. She was not, she literally... You, you saw the video. She was not raising her voice. She muttered the same thing three times. She didn't use a curse word. Listen to that video carefully. That woman was not swearing at him. In one of the sentences, she specifically said, go to the car. He got real animated when she said, go to the car and got excited. And that's when he cocked his arm back. And that was enough hatred for him to, uh, and that that resulted in him having enough hatred to cock his arm back in an effort to get ready to swing and punch her. Like y'all have some serious issues. Some of the commentary that I see from men justifying the actions of these barbaric animals that can literally punch a woman in the face for saying words to him as calm as can be. Like, it lets me know that we are in a danger zone, an absolute danger zone. That's why I don't engage. I don't even engage with men because I know that it could potentially be a, it's, it's very possible that it would end up being a life or death situation. And I may not be on the, on the death end of it. Mm. Oh, we, what a word, what a word, yeah. what a word, um, because uh just like whoever was up here talking earlier like you don't know who's packing i think that was big truck you don't know who got what and who's behind who 
You don't know. You don't know. And so um, it would just behoove everybody to move with caution and be fucking cordial um, when it's appropriate. Be be as cordial as you can when it's appropriate and get the fuck on out when it's not. If you can, um, because nowadays you might just lose your life in spite of. So, you know, um, that was my biggest takeaway from the um, conversation today. It was a good one. It was plenty of fuckery involved. Spites, trolls. Anyway, um, shout out to everybody that came through. Um, Hit the like button. And oh, concrete. Girl, I ain't gonna be here Sunday. Mm. No, you no, I'll be here Sunday. You're Sunday. right. Don't, Damn. Don't, don't, okay. Don't complain. I wish it was this Sunday because me and you too. Yeah. Anyway. I wish it was this Sunday. But um, yeah, we'll see y'all Sunday. We'll All here. right, don't y'all. Listen to her. Uh, hit the like button on your way out and subscribe, niggas. We out. Peace. Peace. <laughs>